this lie in America, Senator. That power can be innocent. You're gonna go to war. That's it brought the war to us. You know you can't win this. It's suicide. The greatest gladiator match in the history of the world. Son of Krypton versus Bat of Gotham. the nerd room where we talk all things comics and movies this is episode number 15 we're discussing batman v superman dawn of justice i'm one of your hosts tim i'm sanjay i'm troy and oh no baron didn't show up yeah no he's out going to the aqua concert in regina so make sure baron if you're listening to this we're very disappointed but we hope you're loving that barbie girl solo and uh wait are you serious yeah man (laughs) aqua con aqua's coming back 2016 aqua con Aqua Khan 2016. Cool. No, the reunion that. tour. Are you being serious? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> he didn't come here because of... Aqua. You're such a liar. No, man. Okay, he'll he'll tell us next week. He's going to tweet us out. Tweet us out, Baron. Let us know how Aqua was, okay? <laughs> Need some pictures. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but for real, are you serious? <laughs> yeah, man, 100%. <laughs> Jeez. Just want to welcome everyone to... Was this episode 14 or 15? 15. 15. We're 15. still here, guys. Wow, episode this. 15, yep. Cruise Control. <laughs> have you slept recently? I have not, which could explain the reason why I cried several times in Batman vs. Superman. Was it more of because you're happy to see things or because it's like so long and I just want to go home? <laughs> well, you know, I did cry. I counted three times, but we'll get into that a little bit later. Yes, we will. Mm. Because DC has been all over the place this past week. Yes. The most uh, controversial film. What is that line from the trailer or from the movie? It figures that the most contra- or the most powerful man in the world would be a figure of controversy. It figures that the most powerful movie in the world would be a figure of controversy. And that's what we have here today, folks. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> you you can uh, you can piss in a jar and call it Granny's peach tea. Peach tea. Yeah, and that's what we're bringing you today. Peach tea. <laughs> yeah. what, <Bob>? <laughs> peach tea sales are just gonna go through the roof now. I bet. Was <laughs> <laughs> pissing in a jar. To... <laughs> that ever went away? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Before we get into all of that, we had a nice surprise. We had two Lego Batman trailers drop mm-hmm. this week. I'm glad they could build upon the last one. Yeah. You well. see what I did there? Build upon? <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's awesome. <laughs> no, these things look pretty incredible. They're like a yeah. nice satirical take on the Batman universe. Yeah. And oh, yeah. The last one nicely points out all the instances where they referred back to the Waynes and the death of the Waynes yeah. and... And Batman being a ridiculous character sometimes, which I really, really like what mm-hmm. they're doing here. And mm-hmm. Will Arnett as Batman coming from the Batman Lego Loving movie. Yeah. The Lego movie. And no, it's looking like it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm pretty yeah. pretty pumped for this. Yeah. 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 I like I like these kind of more satirical kind of you know self self referential. Let's lay it in on ourselves, even with flashing up the bat nipples. Yeah. <laughs> the one thing I liked about this is it had like Superman and had the Justice League in it. It wasn't just a Batman film. That's right. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. They, they seem to have a lot of freedom to do whatever they want with it. Like yeah. they don't seem to be really holding back on definitely, that, which is definitely. kind of nice. Yeah. Gives, I, giving those guys some creative freedom in that to pull some strings. Absolutely. And do whatever they want. Yeah. The chemistry between Alfred and Batman looks like it's on the yeah. right start. Yeah. And that 
that second trailer. Oh, so, yeah. Do you yeah. think with Warner Brothers owning Lego, we'll ever get a Marvel Lego movie? Well, they had the Marvel Lego video game. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, right? They, they do so, all kinds of stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, and they did do a Netflix one. I know there's a Netflix Marvel yeah. Lego yeah. Avengers thing on there. It's so. hard to say, you know, it's hard to say goodbye to all that green because you know it would yeah. make money. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely, yeah. right? And, like, the Lego stuff, it's becoming more and more known for these kind of, like, I keep saying this, but satirical takes on, on the source material because the Star Wars Lego stuff that's come out more recently um, is hilarious. Yeah. And it really yeah. pokes fun at kind of some of the plot holes. Yeah. I've talked about this before. But it's a lot of fun, like a robot chicken kind of. Like, yeah, yeah, almost, yeah, almost like yeah. that. Yeah, a little more softer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's with all the Lego, and they stick right to the kind of the Lego world. Yeah, which mm-hmm. is really cool. Yeah, uh, yeah. So it's 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 a lot of fun. So that drops February tenth, twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen. Yeah, so a little while yet, almost just under a year, I guess. Cool. Uh, before we get that, so that should be lots of fun. Twenty seventeen is gonna be another big year. You got Batman, Lego, Wonder Woman, Justice League. Maybe. No. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how we feel about that at the end of the podcast. Justice League, potentially by <laughs> Zack Snyder. I feel like I'm showing my cards here. <laughs> Jim, so how much did you love Batman v Superman? We'll if, see. We'll if see. it was a woman, would you make love to it, <laughs> date it, marry it, or throw it away? Ask me again if you're talking to me at the end of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> no, you no. know what? Film is subjective. Not everyone loves every that's film. True. And that's, that's okay, true. you know? Yep. It brings up this healthy debate. I'm glad that we live Definitely. in a society that we can talk about these things and we're all mature adults yep if you guys don't like it i'm never coming back on the podcast <laughs> but, uh... i think you've said that before <laughs> i don't even know why i'm here you guys keep tricking me <laughs> hey sanjay i have some stuff for your baby come here oh while you're here <laughs> got awkward tickets come over here. Yeah. <laughs> so we have WonderCon, not we, but there was WonderCon. <laughs> we should hold our own WonderCon. <laughs> we don't get to go to these things because they're all in the states. <laughs> but if you guys want to invite us, give us free tickets and an airplane. Hey, we'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but DC had a big presence. Yes, uh, compared to C two E two this past weekend, and they announced a lot of stuff for the DC Rebirth. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's right. Just getting excited. A lot of creator creative teams. Yep. And a lot of new titles. Yes. Yes. And I know I've committed myself to reading <laughs> at least a portion of. June's releases. It's yeah. official. It's locked in now. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> We're running down this list. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're not doing all these, are we? No, 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 no. Holy no, no. oh, man. No. That's, that's a lot of stuff. And a lot, a lot of stuff that, you know, I'm not going to personally get. I'm kind of trying to limit myself to about 10 to 12 titles. Cool. I mean, and by 10 to 12 titles, to I mean. start? Yeah, yeah. I just mean like Batman ships twice monthly, so I count that as two. Because, oh, okay. yeah, like yeah, okay, 10 okay. to 12 comics per month. Right. We'll see how long this buy monthly shipping goes on yeah hopefully not forever i mean the good thing is the price is a little bit less for sure but you're still in a pain more yeah because you're buying yeah you're basically spending a little bit more money you, well i guess you get two comics for the yeah it works out i guess right? yeah yeah evens out yeah, yeah. so running through this list what are you guys most excited for you know what should i be getting hyped for i would say you're not gonna like this tim but all-star batman yeah Writing of Scott Snyder, yeah, yeah. artist, your favorite, the one, <laughs> the only, John Romita Jr. I owe an exp- explanation as to why I do not like John Romita Jr. <laughs> he's probably <laughs> listening to this podcast now. It's like, if only they would give me a chance, yeah. Tim. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he's sitting in his dentist's house sipping on scotch. Listening to the three of us. Drunk. And wondering, why does he not like me? <laughs> I'm a good person. I give to charity. I produce comic books. Books for a living. Yep. He's entertained millions, if not billions, of us. <laughs> well, it's 
my dislike came from one time Tim saw him at a con and he wouldn't give him money. Wouldn't even look at me. No. He he did the drawing or the artist's work on Remender's run of Captain America a couple years ago. Oh yeah. Oh, that yeah. was the Dimension Z Dimension stuff. Z. We spoke about that before. And I was just so turned off by the art. He's it's kind of it's very dramatic art. It's very I would almost call I don't know but I don't like insulting artists because I can't draw. <laughs> right. Yeah. I can probably draw a stick person. Yeah. But just like my own personal like the aesthetic of it, I just don't like it. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it's you know there's scenes where he had like Captain America. There's a part where he had essentially like his chest ripped out and he was just like gushing blood. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And, for that but it was stuff. like it looked like it was coming out of him like in barrels. And yeah. I was just like, ah, yeah. you know. I like sometimes my art to be a little more realistic, and it's, yeah. all the faces kind of look the same. You didn't like the cap with the long hair going on? No. Yeah. I, I don't know what it was. It was that, and the story bothered me. And okay. Ever since then, I was kind of like, I really don't like... Because he did some stuff in AVX, yes. and yeah. some of that was okay, yeah. but it was a bit jarring when, in some of those AVX stories, they had, you know, they'd go panel to... I'm well, not quite panel to panel, but page to page, and the artist would change kind of halfway yeah. through the book. That always and I found his, like, really jarringly different right. than the yeah. other artists. Because the other sure. artists, I don't know if they try to copy each other or because they did this a lot in the early stages of Marvel, right? They, mm-hmm. they had a very specific style, and all the artists had to come in and basically copycat like that. Steve Deco, yeah. and then everybody yeah. tried to do that. Yeah, yeah. everyone would try to really. do that Kirby. to make it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Jack Kirby was yeah. the big one that everyone's like, you have to draw like this so exactly. the continuity looks the same. Mm-hmm. And I like the aspect that we do have artists coming in and the constantly changing artists on each book because it gets some different kind of takes on things but i kind of find it very jarring when it happens so quickly like yeah. like the books now and i think it's this more at marvel than dc is you get artists changing very very frequently across yeah. the title right and sometimes yeah. you know there's a, a run of the guardians where the the artists only use like bright purples and pinks and greens and stuff like that yeah. and there's like a couple issues in the middle and I don't know. I like kind of like the Jim Chung art yeah. and stuff like that. A little more realistic. Yeah. And yeah. and so that's 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 my issue with John. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no, fair enough. So what are they? What's the kind of story they're telling? Are they? I had a trouble understanding this because it seemed like continuity is kind of out the window. Oh yeah, I don't think they're paying attention to continuity at all yeah. anymore. Like yeah. they seem to be bringing in like pre-flashpoint yeah. stuff, the new yeah. fifty-two like, stuff, uh, creativity over continuity. Yeah, thing, yeah. Uh, and they seem to be yeah just telling stories, stories. like whatever yeah. you know, just giving kind of the reins to the artist and saying do whatever. Yeah, yeah. As long as you're producing good content. Like, yeah. are you guys in yeah. favor of that, or would you like to see the continuity run through this? I know I'm not a big DC reader. Right. Maybe I will change sides. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my work, right? Probably yeah. not. I wouldn't bet on it, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it'll work in terms of if the artists are truly allowed to tell their own story and have you know no holds barred, they can tell whatever they want. Sometimes with continuity, it can kind of drag down a story. Like right now in Justice League. Batman's in the Justice League and it's not Jim Gordon's Batman. Right. So mm. if they truly, you know, maintain that continuity, then Jim Gordon's Batman would be in the Justice League. Yeah. And I don't really want, you know, it'd be kind of a cool story for one or two issues, but yeah. with the story they're telling now, you need the classic Batman in there. Yeah. So yeah. in that in that regard, I mean, continuity can be a good thing and it is kind of cool to see, you know, the heroes interact with each other, but that happens so frequently now. I don't really it doesn't really matter to me. I'm more in favor if I can get a good story and read it, and it doesn't have to connect with... If Batman doesn't have to connect with Aquaman or, you know, connect with Superman, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Yeah, see, I like my universes to be um, all connected. Mm-hmm. I, I like the continuity, and I always think if you want to do your own kind of story, then just do a one-off, a spin-off. You know, much like what Max Linus is doing right now with American Alien. Yeah. Brilliant, brilliant book going on, and he just, you know, he stepped outside the DCU mm-hmm. universe. 
did his own thing, but we still have, for the most part, continuity going on in the books. So for me personally, yeah, I, I like I like my continuity in there. But yeah. you look at DC history, all their best stories have been out of continuity. You had Killing Joke, yeah. um, Dark Knight Returns, Superman right. Red Sun. Um, now we're talking about um, Superman American Alien. Yeah. Uh, Watchmen wasn't part of continuity. Right. V for Vendetta. So all those great stories have been, you know, not tied down by continuity. That's true. That's a good so point. So DC's probably looking back at that and saying, well, you know, if we can get a story or six issues of Superman where he landed in the Soviet Union instead of America. Let's tell that story. Like oh, they did yeah. in Red Was Sun. Was Red Sun? Yeah, yeah, that's Red Sun. Yeah, cool. You know, maybe they'll do it like he lands in Cuba or something. He lands in China or yeah. something. Yeah. So, you know, you can have that freedom to tell something completely different mm-hmm. and not have it be bogged down with continuity. Yeah, yeah. I think Marvel, for the most part, does a decent job yeah. connecting everything, keeping everything going mm-hmm. on, you know person's blind in this comic they're going to be blind in the next issue when they pop up here or deaf or whatever the case is i think yeah that's going on with um hawkeye right yeah. so oh, I, I like well at least it was earlier before so i like what they do over there it's, it's sometimes it's almost just winks and nods to what's going on yeah right? it's just yeah. like oh hey what are you doing back from space exactly yeah. so it's like right? you know they give you that little bar for yeah. more info on this check out amazing number so and so right yeah so. That's been something they've done forever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah from oh, way yeah. back from the sixties. So, I think Marvel's been more focused on continuity than DC in terms of history and stuff. Yes. Yeah. 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 So I see we're getting two new Wonder Woman books. Uh, Wonder Woman Year One. Yeah. So what it is is Wonder Woman has actually just one title, but they're going to be um, alternating stories. Ah, okay. So the first Wonder Woman story will come out will be current day, and then the second one in the month will come out as a Year One story. So it's two different writers, but just one title name. Interesting. So yeah. with that one, because I know with the first or second volume of Wonder Woman that I read, they kind of went back and explained her backstory with, um, what is it, Ares kind of being her mentor, right? Yeah. The God of War kind of mentored her a bit. Right. Is this all wiped out now, going Ooh, in further into question. the rebirth? You know what I mean? Because yeah. I, I like what they did there, but if they yeah. want to make a bigger story out of it, I'm all up for it too. Yeah, well, if you like what they did, that's kind of what the movie is going to do. Yeah. So, uh, just a little yeah. plug in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm not sure, actually. That's a good question. Yeah. Yeah, because we don't know what's going to go on necessarily with uh, the new Fifty Two stuff meets the Rebirth. If it's all still connected, is it yeah. is it a big event? Like, have they explained like what's going on, or is there something when as you guys are reading that's leading into this? Like, can you see something on the horizon that's like, oh, okay, no. you know, the world's going to yeah. explode and we're going to get Rebirth, really or it's any. just going to kind of Dark Side Wars? Dark Side is... Wars is the thing that came to my mind, but there's yeah. an eighty page issue. Uh, it's just written by Jeff Johns, who, interestingly enough, isn't writing anymore. Oh, is that the same thing that comes out in May? Yeah, yeah so okay. it's a one-off, and it's an 80-page issue, and it'll explain this Rebirth thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think that's a good idea, because I think that's what the New 52 was missing. You know, yeah. there's this huge thing where, like, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. Flashpoint, so... You know, um, yeah. Jeff Johns, interestingly enough, isn't writing any of the comics anymore, but there has been rumors that he is working with Ben Affleck on a solo Batman film. Yeah, oh. I think they all but confirm that. Yeah, because Ben yeah. Affleck's like, yeah, I'm working on something with Jeff Johns. Yeah. Well, how know? do we know what it is? You know, yeah. well, <laughs> keep in mind he, he also did do stuff on the Green Lantern movie as it's well. It's true, right? it's so. true. But he has been writing some Flash episodes that have been, yes. you know. And yeah. Ben Affleck is a pretty good writer. I'm. He's writing I'm, Flat, like the TV series Flash. Yeah, yeah some oh, really? of it. Yeah. Some of it. And what is Arrow, his role? Is he like a creative director, the editor in chief? Isn't he chief? creative executive officer i think this is title so he's kind of like kevin feige i guess where he oversees the movies um tv shows and comics yeah that's a lot yeah i think he's also doing one issue teaming up on one issue for green lantern that's right that's right yes yeah he's doing just that one little team up there yeah Yeah. and he is working with the aquaman writer to continue their um i think it's called voyage of the seven seas right because he did a great run on the aquaman in the first new 52 right yeah yeah and then yeah. another John stepped over. Was it another Jeff? Jeff something, another. Oh, yeah. Another Jeff guy. Parker, I think. Right. Yeah, he yeah. did an excellent job. And then they got um, the guy who does Magneto, Colin Bunn. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he stepped in, and a lot of people didn't really like that yeah. run. I thought it was pretty good, but, uh, yeah, it hasn't been well-received. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see the direction they take with everyone's favorite, King of the Seven Seas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, he's getting, a, he's getting a new book, or some book in continuity, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Aqua... Aqualad, <laughs> the Adventures of Aqualad, or uh, maybe yeah. he'll be with the Aqua concert with Baron. Yeah, <laughs> team up with Aquafina. Aquafina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this looks like we're gonna get a lot of fun stuff in here. So I'm looking forward to the list you guys are gonna put together that we're going to re- read and review. Well, Tim, are, you know, reading this as a Marvel guy, are you excited about any of this? <laughs> crickets yeah. you know i'm never going to say no to comics and stuff like that i like the idea of it we've talked about it before like it's it's hard to jump mm-hmm. across universes and i'm so ingrained and i'll call myself yeah. a marvel fanboy and all that kind of stuff yeah yeah I, I it's it's just hard i i i'm excited to mm-hmm. to read this stuff you yeah. know i'm interested to see if i get hooked into something yeah because I'm, I'm i'm viewing this a lot like i'd see an issue number one or a trailer or something right you've right. got one issue yeah. to hook me yeah. you can't hook me up one issue yeah. Yeah. to intrigue me enough to go to the second issue yeah then it's out Fine. fair enough right if i'm gonna read something it's probably gonna be batman yeah i think that's most people's thoughts yeah yeah and you know, we'll, we'll talk about this in the movie you know i really enjoyed some parts of the batman portrayal mm-hmm. yeah i've always enjoyed i enjoyed the nolan movies and they, you know batman 89 yeah. even 66 i got some sort of you know, fond memories of. So yep. if I'm going to read something, that will be it. So I'll be interested yep. to see if that book can actually hook me. Or we might be surprised, you know, I might end up liking Flash or Aquaman yeah. or yeah. Wonder Woman or something yeah. like that, yeah, right? fair enough. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that aspect. It's kind true. of, you know, bringing something different into to my reading yeah. mm-hmm. and, and trying something new. That's that's the thing I'm excited for most. A particular book, we'll see. Yeah. What do you guys think of the big three's new costumes, the new look, Wonder Woman, Superman, and Batman? Have you guys seen oh, their... Oh, no. Oh, you haven't seen their new... No, uh, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, they released it at some... This is for the Rebirth stuff? For the Rebirth stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. Is it looking like kind of something more similar to what we're used to or um a little bit see i thought they were gonna try and make everything look more like the movies which yeah. wonder woman's is identical to the oh, movies. Is it? Oh, okay. and it's really cool a little more red a little more gold yeah uh batman's is pretty similar to the regular you know greg capullo except yeah. now his bat symbol has the outline of a yellow oh yeah right? i did see that yeah, yeah. his belt's like kind of blackish yellow oh cool so it looks cool. kind of the same and superman loses the boots he doesn't have the boots anymore his legs are just blue and oh. he has like a like a red belt but it's like not a full belt I guess and the drawers uh, are still underneath. Yeah, no trunks. Yeah. No trunks. It's <laughs> no just trunks. a lot so, of blue. You got to break it up somehow. Yeah, eh? you got to break. It is. A, it is a lot of blue. You know, I love um, like Wonder Woman. I don't really care for Batman <laughs> and, and Superman. So yeah, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll have to see it. Yeah, check it out and, and let me know what you guys think about it because they did a lot of twerks. Um, Nightwing's back in the blue now, which is oh, cool. Oh yeah, that's cool. That's cool. And, yeah, and then um, Robin's in there, obviously, and Flash. It looks like we have Wally West. Flash is back as like a kid, like a teen. Yeah, Yeah, I saw that. So, yeah, yeah. So, Troy, what are you most excited for? I know you read some DC, a lot of Batman. Are you going to pick up anything besides Batman or just kind of stick with the Bat family? Well, you know, I I do do Superman too. Okay. um, Superman and action comics, but I'm going to definitely stick with Batman, obviously. Uh, I'm going to stick up or pick up, uh, is is it the Superman or just Superman? Oh, the one where it's kind of like in China? Oh, I don't even know the setting or anything. I just, oh, okay. I just didn't know if it was like Superman's be- become the Superman or is it two different titles now? Yeah, there's so there's two different titles. There's one Superman. I think there's one called Super Dash Man and it takes <laughs> place in China. So I'm not oh, really sure. Okay. I think someone in China gets Superman's powers. So that's kind of the premise of that Interesting. story. Yeah, because I did see Lex Luthor is rocking the Superman suit himself yeah, too now, which is weird. Cool. So yeah, I'll pick up uh, Superman. I'll pick up Batman. I'll stick with those and probably Aquaman. 
Cool. Yeah. Cool. Nice. Yeah. I persuaded you to the Aqua family. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm thirsty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, one of the writers is Greg Rucka. I think he used to write some of the Star Wars comics. Are you guys familiar with his work? Is he on Death Raider, that one? Greg? No? Oh, yeah. Maybe. I, that, yeah. That I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember. Oh, okay. yeah. I'll get back he, to you. He's a writer yeah. or he's an artist? I think he's a writer. Oh, okay. He could be a writer slash artist. Okay. Pulling cool. double dudes. So. <laughs> you know what? I'm excited for my dude. Uh, I say this like we're best friends. <laughs> uh, Dave Finch. Um, yes. He did the Forever Evil yeah. art and he and Wonder Woman. Yeah. He's going to be doing Batman now. Oh, nice. Which is really cool. That's I awesome. really like his, you know, he actually makes me like the Batman costume a little bit more now. Yeah. I've seen his art behind it. So I think he yeah. wrote and drew Batman the Dark Knight series when the New 52 first started. Oh, yeah, so he did okay. a lot of like the um, occult and horror of Batman. So like Scarecrow is the villain, um, Jarvis Tett, Mad Hatter, Clayface. So he did a lot of those stories, which were kind of cool. cool. Yeah, because yeah, I did see an art of his before when he, Dick Grayson was wearing the cowl. Oh, yeah. 52. Nice. So yeah, so I'm excited for that. Definitely. Cool. Yeah. Cool. So should we begin with our main event? I think so. I think yeah. it's time to get into it. I, I'm kind of sitting here on the edge of my seat, <laughs> waiting for a point to jump in to kind of swing us to the Batman versus Superman. So before we begin we, sh- we will preference this by saying we will be talking a lot of spoilers yeah, yeah we're going spoilers right into this. Yeah. yeah this is going to be spoiler heavy so you know if you haven't seen the movie yet or you don't want to be spoiled especially by that tremendous ending do not listen any further stop right now go back and re-listen to the first half of this episode <laughs> to get your um nerd room fix <laughs> Should we begin? I mean, I have a feeling how you two guys are going to respond to this film. <laughs> don't, don't prejudge. <laughs> if only we could have told critics that before this film came out. <laughs> What's it, Dolly? This is probably looking at Twitter and Facebook and all that. It's probably one of the most debated, discussed, and polarizing, polarizing. Yep. comic book movies in recent memory, if not Ever. Ever. Yes, yeah. Yeah. I completely agree. I mean, for me, this has been a buildup of about three years since DC first announced Batman vs. Superman. Yeah. And I must say, like this movie, regardless of how it turned out, really brought back the event in cinema for me. I was listening to news every week. I was getting so much merchandise for this film. I was so excited. You know, I was watching the trailers. I bought more merchandise for this film than I have in any other movie previously. And it really brought back, you know, to me, this was my Force Awakens. Because, you know, you guys were so excited for that film. It's been building and building and building for decades. Nice. And this is a film I've been wanting to see since I was five years old. And I had my action figures. For sure. And I smashed them together. Yeah, yeah exactly. Sure. <laughs> and Zach yeah. smashed his action figures together. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, no. <laughs> Should we... You've gone and pulled in tugged at my heartstrings here. <laughs> I'll be back in half an hour. <laughs> Should we uh, start with some good, and that's the uh, box office returns this opening yeah. weekend? Yeah, this thing looks like it dominated. Yeah. And it's, and it's a little lower. I guess it came yeah. in at, what, uh, 166? 166 North America, about 420 worldwide. Yeah, so that's we're great. all pegging it between 100 180, 190. Yeah, and I think you can contribute that to bad reviews. Would probably be about twenty million. Yeah, that well, cost yeah, it. yeah. I guess you can say that would be your good word of mouth. Bump. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. And so it did. Yeah, really good worldwide. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. the best selling WB uh, opener, I believe. Uh, and actually, Harry Potter. It just dropped because originally it was one hundred seventy, and then Harry Potter's was like one sixty eight. Oh. So now it's like number two. So it beat any other Batman film. Oh. So it's the highest uh, WB superhero film. Cool. Opening weekend. Cool. Okay. I think next weekend's going to be more important. Yes. How this thing does next weekend will determine if we get a Justice League 
or not because they've set back the production to april 11th so that gives them enough time to see about three weeks of box office returns <laughs> no, it's, not like, it's not like they're just like april 11th rolls around they're like okay <laughs> action and then all this stuff shows up on set it's like they're just waiting <laughs> this is like when they actually like click the thing you know yeah. they've been yeah. doing work oh yeah, since oh, yeah. probably Definitely. a year and a half ago yeah. pre-production yeah. very stuff, true right? yeah and that that date is when ben affleck and you know, everyone. all everyone shows up to set, and it's yeah. like, "Hey, we're here!" Yeah. You know, like, yeah. high five, let's go. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. we're safe to see a we're going to see a, a Justice League a version of it. I think. Yeah, yeah. Yes. may not be yes. Snyder. I think yes. we can all agree that he's on the hot seat right now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Whether you like the film or not, yeah. he is on the hot seat. And you know, I feel bad to a degree for <laughs> yeah. this guy. Like he yeah. take he's taking so much heat for oh, this, and God. whether or not it's deserved, we'll get into. Yeah. yeah. But for a guy that's, you know, he's going out there, he's putting himself out there, his time, effort, like 30 plus months into this thing. Yeah. I think he's even in the movie. Looking back at it, I think even there's a shot of him in the movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, when Batman went in, yeah, it's a spoilers anyway. So when uh, Batman went in to take out the thugs and he stabbed that one guy, that whole crew of men, Snyder was one of the guys with the gun that was that's like, right. equipped. Yeah, you saw that too, right? Oh, really? Yeah. 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 Totally yeah. missed that. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. But yeah. it's it's getting just trounced by critics. Oh, oh yeah. yes. And absolutely. It's about, what, like 28% Rotten Tomatoes? Yeah. Jeez. Which, you know, isn't a real proxy for how... I, sometimes I feel there's a bit of a disconnect there. Yeah, I agree. And you know the fans seem to be loving this, but there's there's this divide, right? Yeah. It's you're on one side or the other. Yeah, yeah. And that's Civil how polarizing war. this is. You're not. Yeah. There's no kind of middle ground where at least the people I've talked to, and I'm. It's interesting because when I'm talking to different people, I'm like, okay, I know what this person's gonna say. Yeah. yeah. And he tells me, and I'm like, oh, really? That's what you thought of it? Yeah. And, you know, and you're sitting in the theater, and like I'm listening to people around us, and you know, behind us in the theater, there's a couple kids. Yeah. And you know, there's pretty scary scenes and yeah. stuff like that. And they was crying. Yeah. Yeah. Really? They seem, yeah. But they seem to love parts of it. Yeah. yeah. And I'm listening around at the end, and you know, some people are kind of like, eh, and every people, some people are kind of just like, I, I, you don't know what to expect. And you know, yeah. we're at the the IMAX first showing, yeah. so you have your fans are there, right? Oh, yeah. And there's this mixed reaction in the crowd. Yeah. Itself. Yeah. yeah. And so that was kind of interesting to see that perspective of things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah totally. Definitely. Um, you know, you bring up a good point about Rotten Tomatoes because, you know, it's kind of an imperfect science. You have two critics and two movies. One critic gives it a 6 out of 10. The other critic gives it a 10 out of 10. They're both at 100%. Yeah. You know, so it is kind of interesting where you can gather all the reviews. But I tend to think there's certain reviewers that I trust opinion more than others. Yeah. yeah. And um, some of the, you know, a lot of the comic book sites still were saying, you know, it's a good movie. It's just okay. You know, a lot of them weren't going into the praise. Like Man of Steel on yeah. IGN got a 9 out of 10. Yes. This got a 6.8. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. that's another thing. Um, even the comic book sites divided on this. Yeah. yeah. Some yeah. some were giving it, saying this is the best Batman we've ever gotten. Yeah. 8 out of 10, 9 yeah. out of 10. Some were saying... I can't believe I watched this. Two out of ten, kind of. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. And I, I, you know, I can see both sides of that. I can see why people would thoroughly love this movie, and I can also see why people <laughs> don't like this movie. Before we get any yeah. further, I thought I'd bring up the little exercise. So this is at twenty-eight percent right now, mm-hmm. and so I have five movies here, and just get your quick opinion on which movie you prefer better: Batman vs Superman or this movie. Okay. Cool. Okay. And these movies, these five movies have a higher Rotten Tomato rating cool. than Batman vs Superman cool. at this point. Oh, this is going to be tough. Like, <laughs> this is still, <laughs> a fun game. This yeah. is still sitting so fresh in my in my mind and I, yeah. okay. Let's, okay. Let's do this. We'll start. First one, Batman Forever. <sighs> 
Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say Batman versus Superman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll say Batman versus Superman. Yeah. Okay. To be fair, in my opinion, I have Batman versus Superman in all five of these. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next one X Men Origins Wolverine. Uh, Batman vs Superman. Uh, Batman versus Superman, but there's some things I'm holding back on. But I'll say, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, next one, Spider Man Three. Oh, you know, I know, honestly, when I left the theater, seeing Spider Man Three, I thoroughly, I, 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 I enjoyed that movie. I didn't walk yeah. away from Spider Man Three the way I walked away from that. Movie. So, yeah. I, I'm gonna, yeah. I have to say because that's more of an expectation thing. When I went yeah. into Spider Man Three, I was excited. Yeah. But for this, I was expecting. I don't want to get into it yet. But see, I was yeah. expecting high for Spider Man Three because yeah. Spider Man One and Two were Excellent. incredible. Right? Yeah. So when Three is coming out, and I heard Venom was in this movie, yeah. I was like, "Oh man!" So <laughs> not be excited. Yeah, you know, I'll go with Batman v Superman still too. Um, Fantastic Four: Rise of the Silver Holy Surfer. Smokes. <laughs> Batman v Superman. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to say it, what the heck. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's it's an intro. Yeah, that's a really well put together. Yeah. What's the last one? I'm gonna uh, say last ba- one is Daredevil. You know what? If it's the director's cut, I'll probably go <laughs> there. I heard the director's yeah, cut is it's, unreal. It's, awesome. it's really good. It's yeah. awesome. You, know, you bring up another interesting point about the director's cut, and we'll get into that in a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Because, I, we, you know, me and Tim were kind of talking about this earlier. If Warner Brothers was smart, and if you're listening to this, what they would do if I was head of Warner Brothers is I would say, okay, next week in theaters, the three-hour-long director's cut of Batman v Superman. And then I think that would bring up a ton of money and pump some more money into this thing. I think a lot of people would be like, okay, well, it's half an hour longer. Maybe it'll fix some of these issues that people had. Yeah. And you think there might be a fatigue, though? People are, like, have invested two, two and a half hours of my time in this movie. And if, <laughs> and, and, and if they if they didn't like it, yeah. then they're kind of like, I'm giving you guys another 15, 18 bucks. Yeah. Would, would hoping you go? that you're going to please me. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going again to see the two and a half yeah. hour yeah. version. So, yeah. I mean, I've seen it twice already. Yeah. So. I'm not I'm not repeating you. <laughs> would, 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 would have you gone to see that, though? Like the idea that Sanjay pitched? If they it, the, only, the, in the only reason I would go is because of the podcast. Okay, okay. Yeah. I would. I wouldn't go for any. Like, I yeah. don't have any desire to right. revisit this right. anytime yeah. soon. Yeah. yeah, there's my cards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll explain why. Yeah. yeah, no, fair enough. Fair but, enough. You know, this list, this thing that you just those aren't great movies. No, no. they're not. <laughs> no, but and there's no fans of these movies. Like, no one's out there battling and waving the flag of Spider-Man three or Rise of the Silver Surfer. No, and over time, that's almost universally panned. In kind of the the nerd world, right? Yeah. yeah. Let's revisit this when we come back at okay. the end. Okay. Because I, I, there's a few things I want to talk about. I'll in put here. a star here. Okay. <laughs> a little flag in my notes. <laughs> okay. So I think we've given some indication here as to how we're feeling about this movie. Yeah. And I think right off the top here, let, let's kind of roll a little bit with that and give each of us give kind of just like a quick paragraph for overall impressions, and then we'll expand kind of into this talk about the individual characters some of the narrative stuff um some of the surprises if there were any wonder woman stuff like that let's start with the man has been waiting for this movie oh yeah forever yeah. forever just, just a just a quick blurb just a quick blurb okay you guys are probably gonna disagree with this but so in my opinion this is the most fun i've had in a theater since the dark knight rises I cried three times, like I said. I cried with the little girl. Now, you know, I just had a daughter, so that may have had some effect, but the opening <laughs> scene with the little girl, I teared. Yeah. And, you know, spoiler, 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 I cried twice at the end with the death of Superman. Just throw it out there, because this is all spoiler-free territory. You know, I felt like this was a movie for comic book fans. If you've read DC Comics for the last 20 years, you got so much more out of this film, but that's a terrible way to make a film. However, I'm glad he did it, because I have been reading those comics for the last how many years and I'd gone back and reread Crisis on Infinite Earths and 
So, you know, as a DC fanboy, I'm glad he went that direction. But I can totally see general audiences sitting there going, what just happened? Yeah. That, that's, all, that's all I'll say right now. Um, yeah. Troy, give us your first yeah. Okay. Well, going into this movie, you know, I had high, high hopes. I loved Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. It might be one of my top ten movies, superhero movies. If, oh. I love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So going into this movie, I had high hopes. And you know what? Straight up, Batman, they, they killed it. He was he's, he's my favorite Batman I've ever seen in the big screen. Wow. Even more than Bale? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I loved, I loved, I loved Ben Affleck as uh, Bruce. I mm-hmm. loved him as, as Batman. So that was a great job. Um, they had all the tools. They had everything... In the disposal to use, and you know what, guys, the editing, the editing, yeah. the editing, the editing—it was sloppy. <laughs> it 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 destroyed the film. You mm-hmm. know, we're getting one, two, three, four scenes, and then it jumps to ten, and then comes back to four. Yeah, it, it was so disjointed. And Lex Luthor was was just horrific. I I don't understand how Man of Steel they nailed Jonathan Kent, they nailed uh, Superman, they nailed Martha, they nailed every character, and then you got Lex Luthor and you torture him. You. You give me this Jim Carrey meets the social network guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And, and and what's his motivation? Why does he hate Superman so much? Like, it's not really clear what he's doing, mm-hmm. you know? And um, and this this bigger plot that he has, the general audience is probably scratching their head, like, what is going on here? Who, who's this ding, 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 ding? What's yeah. going on, you know? Yeah. So, ha. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, I'm passing on to you, Tim. Passing well, on to you. And this isn't a rant. I'm just, I'm just, you know. No rant away. Yeah. I mean, this is the thing. <laughs> this is our forum two yeah. rant. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I feel like this is like, you know, like on those talk shows where we're like grieving and stuff. Like, yeah. this is our, what's those called? Those the support therapy groups. Yeah, support this is a therapy groups. session. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah, I'm here today because I just saw Madison or Batman Mr. Superman. Yeah. Can you help me? Well, you know, I enjoyed the characterization. And although not comic accurate mm-hmm. of Batman, I thought mm-hmm. Ben Affleck was good. Cool. He and I liked Alfred as well. Okay, yeah, yeah. This thing visually, you know, it looks pretty good too. Yeah. There's some yeah. really cool fight scenes, mm-hmm. there's some cool slow mo stuff. The CG looks pretty yeah. well done. Yeah. But this movie's a mess. Yes. Narratively, it's all over the place. Mm-hmm. I have so many questions <laughs> that I'm hoping can be answered here today. Yeah. All right. That's why I'm here, guys. <laughs> and like you said, I'm going to echo what you said, Troy, is mm-hmm. the editing. This yeah. took me out of the movie to yeah. the point where I checked my phone twice wow. Wow. to see when are we going to be done this. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. I cannot take this. And you know, I'm sitting there thinking, like, what is wrong with me? Why am I not enjoying this? Right? Yeah. Like, I should be enthralled. Because, <laughs> yeah. like, you guys, I was super stoked for this. I was like, yeah. okay, we're finally getting the kicking off of the DC Cinematic yes. Universe. Yeah. It's, you know, this is the big one. Mm-hmm. You know, this, they can, they've can they been working on this for so long. Yes. They pushed yeah. it back a year. They gave themselves breathing room. Mm-hmm. They didn't rush this mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm thinking, Zack Snyder's probably watched this movie a hundred times. Yeah. yeah. More. Oh, yeah. And how he cannot simply say... This doesn't flow well. Right. I do not know how that was missed. Blows my yeah. mind. And so th- that's my big thing is, and I think it suffers a bit from sequel syndrome. Yeah. It's running before yeah. it can walk. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's trying to set up too much. All and, set up. And I'm yeah. not saying this yeah. is the only movie that suffers from this. There's yeah. numerous no. movies. There's numerous exactly. examples you can pull yeah. from the comic book movie, even in the last couple of years. Yeah. Absolutely. You can see this. So this isn't the single movie that does this. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we'll get into a bit of that, but I think it's suffering from that. Yeah. And do you think part of the reason is because there was two writers? So you had David Goyer, he wrote the entire thing. Yeah. Then you had Chris Terrio come in and change some stuff. And sometimes when that happens, you know, kind of dis- disrupts the flow. Yeah. 
Something where in Justice League, Chris Terrio's writing the whole thing. I hope to God the parts that everyone loved, Chris Terrio wrote that, and that wasn't David Coyier. <laughs> so they replaced the one guy that was actually writing the good dialogue. Yeah. Uh, I have my reservations about that, though, because David Goyer's kind of hit or miss. We talked yes. about him before. Yeah. But it did kind of feel like two different movies. And there was a rumor that they were going to release this in as two parts. Two parts. Yeah. Right. And that's why as much as the Tim uh, yesterday, I was like, you know, it felt like a five-hour movie that got trimmed down to two and a half hours. Oh, definitely. Right? So I, I'm seeing three or two movies in here mm-hmm. that's yeah. been supplemented by someone else coming in and saying, we need this, we need this. Yeah. There's a Man of Steel 2 in there for sure. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. feel like they wrote a script for Man of 2. Yeah. Man of... Man of Steel 2. Man of Steel 2. Man of Steel. I feel like they wrote a script for that yeah. and then squeezed in Batman and then yeah. squeezed in Wonder Woman yeah. plus some Justice League stuff. If you pull that apart, there's certain scenes in there that I'm like, this feels like a completely different movie. Yes. And it's yeah. a lot of the Superman stuff that feels out of place in the movie. Yeah. 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 I was going to say, you know, I felt like the opposite. I felt like they wrote a Batman film and yeah. then shoehorned Superman in there. You know, that's a, that's a really good point, actually, because honestly, the first 30 minutes of this film, 30 or 40 minutes are awesome. You know, the yeah. setup of, of Batman, Bruce Wayne's scene, what's going on in Metropolis in his own eyes. Awesome. It's you awesome know? if you knock out all the stuff in between the Batman stuff. <laughs> So, oh, so okay, okay, yeah, yeah. I I'm talking like it's just like boom, like yeah. and then we're like starting the start of the movie. I feel like you go one scene, thirty seconds. Next scene, yeah, yeah. I cannot you get can't a lot of jumping around. Yeah, I'm there's invested in nothing. Yeah. You know, there's some things which is kind of weird. There's like this little weird uh, Aquaman tease going on throughout the film where it's like you get these water scenes. And you're like. Are we going to get Aquaman? Yeah, yeah. And it's like, nope, that's just kryptonite. Are we getting Aquaman? Nope, Superman's going to come now and save Lois for the fifth time in the film, or the fourth <laughs> time in the film. Yeah. And I, this is off topic, but I thought it would have been a kind of little cool thing with that first introduction in the, the Indian Ocean, where they get the kryptonite. I thought it would have been kind of cool if you saw like this dead, uh, what are they called? Atlantean. Kind oh, of, yeah. Grab someone by the head and just kind of like whisper like Mantis or something. And, oh, that would be kind of a neat kind of introduction to like Aquaman, yeah. you know. But um, it, yeah. it, It's interesting. I think we should pull it as we go through here because okay. I think this movie is also full of missed opportunities. Yes. Yes. I, I, I would so agree much potential that. in this movie. I, I yes, could have so made much. this movie better. <laughs> but, I, you know, I did enjoy this film immensely. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I there is some definitely missed opportunities where they could have expanded on things or, you know, brought in some other cool stuff. And hopefully, you know, the three-hour extended edition fixes yeah. some of that. Definitely. I mean, it's a shitty way to go about promoting a film and saying, here's your two-and-a-half-hour fil- two film. We cut it down half an hour to make more money. Yeah. You know, I don't agree with that. They should have just thrown out the three-hour one. And I think critics probably would have liked it more. And I think fans may have liked it more. But you had to. You wouldn't have had that extra showing. Right. And no. I think Warner right. Brothers. That's the. Uh, that's on them. Yeah. I yeah. think that's on the marketing, or that's on whoever it is. They they saw this movie and they're like, we have to make a billion dollars. One thing I just want to throw out there before mm-hmm. we kind of get a little more into this is I, I would just want to acknowledge that you know all of us here understand the time, effort, and money that people oh, yeah. put into this, the thousands, sure. thousands of man hours, stuff oh, like yeah. that. And we're not here taking this apart just for the sake of yeah. it because we like no. being negative and yeah. stuff like that you know we're all fans of the genre we're all itself. rooting for these guys yeah. Yeah. yeah and we're all behind it and all we want is a good product put out yeah. right yeah. and you know we're not writers we're not filmmakers mm-hmm. we're, we're just commentating on stuff yeah. and we're not doing this to drag people down or to mm-hmm. be purposefully negative or yeah. whatever mm-hmm. right yeah. I hope and I'm, I'm going to try is, is pull out all the positive things of this for sure and then just comment on some of the stuff that we didn't like for sure yeah. and I just don't want us to come off or 
me, more myself in particular <laughs> to come off like I'm constantly pissing all over this thing, right? Yeah. And because I, I don't want to. I'm rooting for this stuff and yeah. I mm-hmm. want the genre to succeed, right? Yeah. I want to see these characters on film oh, yeah. as much yeah. as the other guy. I'm not oh, some yeah. Marvel fanboy that's here just throwing flames. Yeah, like, and, no, you know? no. Yeah. 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 So I just I just want to throw that out there that we do acknowledge and we're not yeah. here to do to specifically criticize Zack Snyder sure. or whatever, no, right? No. You know, he's ultimately responsible for this oh, yeah. but there's I, yeah. hundreds of other people that are contributing yeah. to this yeah. at the same time absolutely and it's you know people's life this is probably close to his life's work right yeah yeah and it's it's difficult for me to come in here and say oh i didn't like this i didn't like that oh. this i'm gonna do that <laughs> because we kind of have a forum here and the internet's allowed us to have a forum yeah and i'm just hoping that in the future that you know it's not going to be us it's not going to be someone else it's going to be the collective that say there's there's issues with this let's move forward yeah. and and we can fix those those things right Definitely. yeah and so that's what i want to kind of come out of these type of conversations yeah. is it's not going to be you know us versus them yeah. or critics versus fans or fans versus fans or yeah. marvel versus dc it's none of yeah. that so no, like, give the rights back to marvel yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's more about uh, talking about these things and understanding them and i'm looking forward to on some of the stuff sunday's perspective because it might help yeah. me understand certain things Definitely. from your perspective try as, as a dc reader as well Mm-hmm. And, you know, going back into this with that sort of knowledge, yeah. Yeah. I might enjoy certain things more. You know, sure. is this a movie that re- uh, benefits from repeat viewing? So we can get into that kind of stuff. But cool. I just wanted to throw that out there yeah, yeah. Absolutely. before yeah, we kind of get into this, you know, in a little more detail. No, yeah. that's a good point. And, you know, as a fanboy of DC, some of the problems of this film I probably overlooked. Whereas if I didn't have as much, you know, history and love of the characters, you know, it's kind of like Age of Ultron. You know, no. Tim really enjoyed that film. That's, you, you look past things. Yeah, right? right. And, you know, I still thought it was a good film, but I caught more of the negatives or some of the stuff I would have liked to change. Right. And I feel like this is kind of the same thing, hmm. where a lot of the people where you see on Twitter or fans are saying, oh my God, 8 out of 10, 9 out of 10, this yeah. film is amazing. Those people kind of overlook some of the stuff because there right. is definitely some flaws to this film. I'm For not going to sure. sit here and say it's the perfect film. Right. I'm going to sit here and say I had a tremendous amount of fun at this film awesome. and I enjoyed XX and why mm-hmm. but i didn't enjoy a and b yeah you know and that's, that's it it's subject subjective exactly. media right it's exactly. something that and that's what that's the point of it right if the true dc fanboys or whatever if people are enjoying this that's great yeah. a movie doesn't make 170 million dollars yeah because people aren't going and seeing it and enjoying it right exactly. if it was that bad and that bad a word of mouth this thing would have done Way less. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But anyways, let's right. get into some. Let's talk about Batman. Yes. Okay, the Batman. Let me just see here. The Batman. <laughs> Batman. 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 What did you think of Ben Affleck? Is uh, he the best Batman? My opinion. I think I already said it. Yeah, I, yeah. I loved Ben Affleck in this yeah. movie. I, I had high expectations for this guy, and in my opinion, he delivered. And the it marinated right. The more I thought about what he did with the role, the more I was like, mm-hmm. I love it. And you know, I saw it again last night. Yeah. And it delivered just just as well, if yeah. not more. Yeah. I love what they did with him. I love the creepy aspect. I know you didn't really necessarily like the scene of Batman in the corner, but that for me, weird. it felt so <laughs> Batman because he felt like kind of like this this not reptile, but this this just gross kind of scary kind of yeah. demon. Where, yeah, demon. You know, where the comics were guys are like, what is he using? Bad is you know because you don't know if this guy's yeah. a human or not. And yeah. I got that after seeing that. I'm like. You wouldn't think that's a human underneath that cowl. You oh, think yeah. that's an overgrown bat. Yeah. And I liked how terrifying he was. And um, ruthless. You know what? This is this is the closest we've gotten to a Frank Miller Batman. He's yeah. like ripped right out of that comic. You oh, know? yeah. He's stabbing guys. He's brutal. He's stepping on Superman. <laughs> yeah. I'm loving it. But he's killing people. That's my one problem. So that's what so, I was okay. going to ask. Yeah. As, as purist Batman 
readers and someone that's guys that have been reading him for a long time yeah. Yeah. how do you feel about the characterization more on the the fact that he has zero morals yeah yeah I don't can, like can i uh okay so i kind of thought of it like this you know in batman begins where he said i'm not gonna kill you but i don't have to save you either i kind of thought that was more his mentality where you know he didn't take a gun and shoot a guy point blank in the face. But he, he, he kind of did. He and... shot the guy in the tank and then the, or the fire, KG Beast, and then when he fired, that caused the explosion. Yeah, but I saw that, like, you know, seeing it again, he was, he brought out the Gatling gun in his Batmobile and yeah. he shot at all the cars. That scene, you know, the drive-by scene, and it's literally your drive-by scene. <laughs> <laughs> he, he must have killed like 50 people. And then if he didn't shoot them, he was driving them with his mobile going over the guys' yeah. like, roofs. And but that's, cars it's not a little bit of like, yeah, I'm driving down this road. And if you get in my way and get run over, that's your own fault. No. Like, no or like the, I'm, I'm going to be shooting in this general vicinity. Yeah. And if you're getting my way, yeah. it's your own. I mean, like, maybe getting in like the way, of... but when he's bringing out the gun and Amy. Yeah. yeah. That's 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 Batman looking to kill, which yeah. was which you know that took me a little out of the out of the movie. You know, I didn't notice it the first time. But yeah. The second time, I was like, he's actually trying to his first blood here. Yeah, you know, he's going after these guys. But so. in the Dark Knight Returns, in the yeah. Frank Miller story, it's not bullets; it's rubber bullets. That's you know? right. And he does say, you know, someone asked him a question. He's like, "That punk will live, and he'll walk again, but he'll always remember that I've been there." Yeah. And so I think that's kind of what he's going. You know, I don't know if these are real bullets or if they're rubber bullets. Yeah. They don't do a good job in the film explaining. Yeah. That's going to be a common theme in this uh, yeah, podcast. Right. Cars were exploding, though. That's yeah, yeah that's true. That's true. <laughs> but you have to remember, remember he used the, the car and he like hooked it up and then like <laughs> yeah. threw it onto the other car? Like, those guys are dead. I know. Yeah, that, that, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And, and, you know, if they went in there and explained a little bit more of his morals of change, yeah. then, you know, then I would have maybe understood. But I, I really like Batman... Being you know a badass, but staying true to his morals and not killing. Him. Yeah, and, that's true. There's you know. a couple, like a couple more throwaway lines from Alfred. Yeah, could have bridged that gap a bit more. I think. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. there's some of it about you know good men becoming bad. Yeah, exactly. And you know there's a lot of Alfred in there that he's talking, and I get the impression you know, and not being a, a, someone that's read a lot of Batman, mm-hmm. and I don't know his you know the, I know he has the, kind of the moral story you know he's not going to kill people. Yes, that code. Like that. Yeah, that yeah. code. Yeah. Right. That, then that's yeah. the big thing that's explored in the Dark Knight trilogy, yeah. right? Is yeah. the Joker points it out that they know that you're not going to cross the line. Right. You have that code, right? Yeah. yeah. And so that's what makes him different from the Joker. Yeah. Whereas yeah. now he's kind of stepped over that, and I'm intrigued by it more than yeah. anything because. Yeah. I don't have this attachment or a characterization that I'm expecting to be on film. Yeah. I see him just in there kicking ass. You know, I don't really like him using guns. I no, think it's kind of cheating. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's always been a very physical person. Yeah, yeah. And you do see a lot of that. There's a couple of really oh, yeah. good fight oh, scenes. Oh, yeah. He's brooding, right? Yeah. And, but that, that first scene where he's kind of up in the corner. Yeah. After he's, I, when it happened, I was like, why is he up there? Like, <laughs> and then he has that weird crawl thing. I was like, I know. what is happening? It was, it gave me like, like chills yeah, though. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's so bad, man. Which, that's, that's why I thought it was so cool because yeah. if, you know, if you saw in real life, you would just like piss yourself. Yeah, it, it's like kind of more realistic than the Nolan, like yeah. where he's just gone. And exactly. you're like, he, where would he go? Would he it's go? like a desert, and then he's gone. And exactly, you're like, what? exactly. Right? It's just hiding so, behind a guy. Yeah. 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 But yeah no, for the gun thing, it's weird because, you know, his parents were killed by a gun, so yeah. he's always been like, no guns, you yeah. know? So yeah. for him to start shooting guys, it just it just seemed a little out of left field. For I, me. I kind of felt like at the end of the film, where 
you're at the climax of the fight between Batman v Superman. Yeah. Batman then realizes kind of the error of his ways. Okay. Like, well, we can talk about more when we get to yeah, the Martha part. Yeah, a little depth in that because yeah. I've got some questions. Yeah. <laughs> we, we'll get to Martha later. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, um, What'd you say? Yeah. <laughs> what, what, so you just mentioned the Wayne family. What do you think about revisiting that? I loved it. You know, I think that's the best way to handle it. Do it in the crawl text. Yeah. Do it in the beginning. Kind of like um, Hulk was Incredible Hulk. How they yeah. just kind of revisited enough to give you the origin story and then yeah. be done with it. I, yeah. I like that because I didn't want to see like in the middle of the movie, he has a nightmare and he goes right back to like his mm-hmm. whole like origin story. Yeah. I didn't yeah. want to see that. Yeah. I mean, you got to, you kind of got to put it in there because this is Batman, right? Yeah. People know about Batman, but Snyder's changed so much of the history of Batman, you know, of the mythos of Batman with this one thing. That you still need to put it in there because maybe in Snyder's verse, maybe his parents don't die that way. You know, maybe they die a different way. I think it's just so well accepted. You know, I think personally I could have done without it. Okay. Yeah. I would have liked a, and I think you've mentioned this before, Sanjay, is it's dark. It opens almost to no credits or anything like that. Yeah. And you can hear the buildings exploding. And then, then you get into the Batman reverse angle from the Man of Steel. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think that would have been a really good way of coming out of Man of Steel into Batman v That's Superman. Exactly. Oh, okay, yeah. And, like, you have this visualization of buildings falling. To me, in my head, when you do that, and you do it on a dark screen, mm-hmm. to me, that brings up a lot of kind of, and you, maybe you don't want to feel this, but not a lot of 9-11 stuff. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And so you're getting that kind of mentality setting there. You're, yeah. you're, you're getting right into the film mm-hmm. and you're kind of going right back to Man of Steel yeah. that's how I would have liked that's how I thought it was going to start because right. you yeah. put you put that in my head a long time ago yeah, that's cool. and I was like oh this is going to be really cool <laughs> and then they would kind of wait to do that yeah. Yeah. and I understand the, the necessity of having Especially to put with the in the reference to yeah exactly yeah. you need that you need yeah. to set up because we'll talk about it towards the end you need to set that up for the exactly. end exactly right? yeah yeah. I like what it did do uh, for his directing chops. It really showed like he can shoot. Like Zack Snyder can shoot some really cool scenes. You know, yeah. when you saw Bruce Wayne being risen by the bat, and when you look underneath him in a certain way, he looks like a bat from that angle. Oh yeah, right. When yeah. you really look at him, so there's some stuff he's doing with the camera. I'm like, wow, that's great. Or even when like the gun's going, like, yeah. cocks back. I was like, Zack Snyder, you can really shoot. Oh yeah, movies. Yeah, it, it, it took yeah. me a minute to figure out what was going on when he was rising. Yeah, up. I think I know, that was a dream, right? Yeah, I think it yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. Like, is that fly? I was like, <laughs> my. God, they're not saying the bats are picking him up. Yeah. I was like, no, no, no. Okay, I get, what, I get what's going on here. It's, it's, it's all about symbolic the symbolic. Yeah. You, yeah, you exactly. know, one thing about DC is they're all about the multiverse. You know, infinite yes. worlds, infinite different heroes, infinite yep. different takes. And DC fans kind of just accept it. You know, there's a universe there where, um, you know, Superman goes into Russia. We talked about that. I yeah. think there's a universe where... I'm not caught up with all of them, but, you know, the Justice League die, and then the rest of the heroes kind of take over. Yeah. And, you know, as a fan, you just kind of accept different multiverses. Mm-hmm. It seems like fans aren't accepting the Snyderverse. You know, this is his vision, so he can change the characters. You know, I don't know if I talked about this before. I've said this many times to friends and stuff, but one thing I really don't like is when people say, like, I hate this Batman because it's not my Batman. There's no one true Batman. There's no one true Spider-Man. There's no one true Captain America. Part of the reason what made these characters great is because everyone can put their own spin on the character. That's a good point. You know, my Batman is different than yours. Mm -hmm. And it's different than um, Zack Snyder's. It's different than Scott Snyder's. It's different than Tim Burton. Different than Tim's. Different than Troy's. Way different than Schumacher's. Yeah. (laughs) Because that's my Batman. (laughs) My Batman has no dimples. (laughs) Mine has three. (laughs) 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 <laughs> so that's one thing you know this is snyder's batman this isn't um nolan's batman right. and i think this film coming out so close to the nolan films and being so yeah. different yeah and the nolan film being superior yes is really hurt it you know if yes. this film came out if the nolan universe didn't even exist 
and this film came out, I think this would have been well more regarded. You, yeah, but you know what the thing is though. I don't think anybody had problems with the Batman though. That's no. the yeah, thing, right? That's true, because true. I mean, you're right though. There's a lot of pressure. Batman had to succeed in this movie. Yeah. If Batman was a failure, they might be going to the drawing board. Oh Batman. yeah, yeah. So I, 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 yeah, they had a lot right on it, but I think Batman delivered, and I think mm. everyone is on the same page that Batman worked yeah. for them in this movie. Are you? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I, I think that one of the big things though here is that this movie is now setting the tone and setting up all of the characters yeah. for the next. 10 years yeah yeah that's the big thing that people are having issues with yeah. i mm-hmm. think with snyder yeah. not accepting maybe his universe is that we the, whatever set up in the next basically two three movies yeah is what we're going to see for and until it's rebooted and yeah. the, you know they're gonna follow through with this slate i think no matter what this thing's gonna make a ton of money yeah and they're gonna go back and tweak things but i think that's why people are a bit more aggressive towards this because this is Setting up the Superman, the Batman, the Wonder Woman, the Lex Luthor, exactly. all that for the foreseeable future, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting you bring up that point. I was going to bring this up later, but I think now's the right time to bring it up. Uh, talking about Aquaman, because we had some comments. Mm-hmm. i got to move my notes here. I'm still in the paper notes. I haven't really gone through to the computer notes. Uh, James Wan at uh, WonderCon, mm-hmm. he was talking about Aquaman, and he said, you know, Snyder does have some direction in the character, but he said, make no mistake about this. This is my film. Yes. I'm going to make it fun. Mm-hmm. And he also said, I'm going to involve a sea creature with possible hints at the trench, which was the Jeff Johns run. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, so, um, but, you know, this is Wan's movie, and so it's going to be a little bit more fun. It's going to be a different tone. Yeah. So I think it's just... The Snyder films are this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Doesn't necessarily mean the Batman trilogy or whatever they end up doing will be the same tone. It's kind of like in Marvel. Captain America movie is yeah, vastly true. different than yeah. Iron Man. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Yeah, that's a good point. Because I think like, I heard maybe even Ben Affleck might take on the Batman solo Man. stuff, which would oh be Oh my god, I want awesome. that so bad. <laughs> you know, it'd be it'd be great. So that's a good call. You know, mm-hmm. this is Zack Snyder's thing going on right now, but we're gonna get, you know, the Aquaman and we're gonna get, you know, the Batman and the Wonder Woman. Yeah, by other parties. Yeah, that's so, a good point. Yeah. He he did not waste any time distancing himself from. This yeah, movie. <laughs> <laughs> James Wan is an excellent director. I think he's a better director than Zack Snyder. Yeah. So I have so much faith. Uh, this movie I like to think of like an airport. It kind of like teases different movies coming out or different um, destinations. If you guys are in this airport of the DC Cinematic Universe, are you guys more likely to take a trip on the Batman solo films? Like, are you guys more excited for Batman solo today than you were three weeks ago? More than ever. Yeah. I'd have to agree with that. Yeah. So you can say in that point, you know, it probably added, I don't even know, X amount of millions of dollars to the Batman solo film just because of this one film. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's probably bumped it up in release date as well. Yeah. 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 But just that, you're gone. And that's what this movie had to do, right? That's why you had to, like, shoehorn the Justice League. You Mm -hmm. had to put them in here first because if you were to, there's no way you could have introduced Aquaman first or the. Maybe Flash, but there's no way you can do Aquaman no. or even Wonder Woman no. without giving them this movie to shine in first, yeah. right? It's... So I guess they succeeded mm-hmm. in, in that aspect. In, yeah. In, in the solo films, because one of the things I really liked here was Alfred. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. I Alfred, you, you liked Alfred. A lot, I liked right? Alfred. I liked yeah. his backstory, less being less of a butler, more yeah. of yeah. kind of like an, like a military advisor, an engineer, yeah. and yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah. I, I really liked that aspect, and I liked. Uh, is it Jeremy Irons? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jeremy I really Irons. liked him Star? in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's actually from uh, Jeff Johns' Earth One run. Okay, right. so Alfred is more like an MI6 agent, That's I think. Right. Yeah, yeah, retired. So. They're taking a lot of that Earth One context and pushing the story forward with that. Yeah, yeah. I, I see this Alfred a lot less like I'm bringing you lunch, yeah, or dinner or whatever Soup, I'm making your bed. Sir. I'm going to be like <laughs> yeah. more more of the uh, like kind of partner in crime yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, right? 
Yeah. What did you? I know you had a little issue. Yeah, you know, I, I, Alfred started start off strong for me. I liked mm-hmm. him in the beginning, but you know what? And, and this is why those guys that did the trailer should just be like out of a job. It sounds <laughs> bad, but they ruined all the lines. All the lines that were yeah. so cool in that trailer, when you hear them in this movie, you're over it. It yeah. doesn't matter. That great line that Alfred delivers in the I think the first trailer didn't mean anything to me because we're. Yeah. So, anyways, um, Alfred was great in a little bit in the beginning, but. I needed some kind of like kindness, some kind of like support for Moose yeah. because the world looks like it's about to end and yeah. Alfred's just like, whatever. Yeah. You know, there, there's no like urgency in his voice at all. Yeah. It kind of sounds bad, but I think he kind of phoned it in towards the end of the movie. I just, I didn't feel like he was that mentor for Bruce at one point, that, that guardian. I just felt he was just like a, like a, a partner. I, you you know, know, I kind of think the reason why he did that is because mm-hmm. he has faith in Superman. He's actually more on Superman's side in this film than Bruce's that's side. That's cool, yeah. So I think that's part of the reason why, you know, he's kind of like, hey, Bruce, tone it down a bit. Superman's yeah. kind of cool. He might be on his side. <laughs> you yeah. know, you brought up an interesting point about the trailers. I've both seen the film. Yeah. Give me your 30-second trailer. What would have it consisted of? Not the, uh, you know, because a lot of the talk has been about the trailer giving away too much mm-hmm. and the doomsday reveal, which kind of softened the blow when he came out in the film. Yeah. What would your 30-second trailer have been? Cut out Doomsday. Doomsday 100%. would, have, would yeah. have not been in that trailer yeah, at I agree. all. That I agree. was brutal. All I would have done too is the tr- Holy Trinity. Yeah. yeah, like that. Just that shot. Yeah, no, thirty seconds. Because <laughs> but no, it's just like at the end, like yeah. just that. Because Wonder Woman again was another thing that they showed almost all her scenes in the trailer. Yeah, yeah. In the in those three Absolutely. trailers, so not, yeah. I didn't watch any TV spots or anything like that. Yeah. Going through, there was nothing I was really surprised at. No surprise. Yeah. Yeah. And particularly with, like, even all, like, the main action sequences. And you usually see that. But yeah. none of it, like, I, I felt like I'd already seen it all. Yeah. 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 And yeah. that, that I was, I, the, you could have done, there's that one scene where, like, you kind of see, like, all, the, like, the smoke and that and the lightning bolts coming out. And you oh, kinda, okay. You, you could have maybe put something like that in and been like, okay, something else is going yeah. on here. Yeah, fair enough. But you didn't need to be like, yeah, here's Doomsday. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And it's really hard to do, though, because... Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. But, yeah, it's tough because they have to sell the movie, but at the same yeah. time, they gave us everything in those, yeah. in those trailers. And well, they didn't tell you the death of Superman. No, they didn't. But <laughs> see, and that's another thing. It's like, okay, we all know, like, no, we're not idiots. We all know Superman's gonna be back for the Justice League, right? Yeah. But why show us the sand or the dirt rising that he's still alive? It's like you guys already committed to him dying. Just just commit all the way. That's let's the be thing. surprised. Just yeah. commit to something. <laughs> just, just make a commitment. And I, I thought that was kind of kind of lame because yeah. now you got to do this whole thing with the Justice League, the rebirth of Superman. Yeah. In the same movie as the Justice League. That's true. Uh, yeah, kind of weird. I, I kind of dug it because at the end of Dark Knight Returns, you hear a faint heartbeat when everyone thinks Bruce is dead. Yes. And I have to rewatch it. I'll have to listen for this at the end. But did you notice people are saying online? that there was like a faint heartbeat of superman at the end did you hear that or i didn't hear that i just saw the dirt rise that's cool though yeah so you know the thing that that snyder's saying he seems to be coming out and like explaining a lot of shit this last week (laughs) yeah he needs Uh, to (laughs) uh, but he was saying he really thought it'd be cool if superman wasn't really involved in the forming of the justice league because i think um luther says dark side is you know superman is dead on earth there's no one left to protect her right so dark side recognizes that and is now going to set his sights on earth yeah so seeing that, that makes perfect sense why the Justice League would form. Because if you had Superman in there, he's kind of like that nuclear deterrent. Right. You know, you're not going to attack Earth because you know Superman's there. Right. Superman's dead. Hey, I'm going to attack Earth now. The rest of the heroes have to band together. And then Superman comes back. And I think that's kind of what he was trying to drive at with that. So they're establishing Darkseid's kind of a coward. And he's like, I can't take on Superman. But now that he's gone. Now that... Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I see what you're saying. But but again, it was, it's not clear because for the general audience, 
They don't even know who Darkseid is. No, absolutely not. You know, not. they won't even catch that there's, um, what are those insects called again? The, oh, uh, parademons. parademons. Yeah. yeah. They wouldn't know that. They wouldn't know the big, you know, Greek kind omega of thing. Yeah. yeah, the Omega yeah. sign. They wouldn't, they wouldn't know that. So yeah. like, they did a horrible and job of explaining that. Absolutely. Some yeah. of that's fine because that's for comic book people. Yeah. Comic readers. Yeah. But one thing I want to talk to you guys about was these dream sequences, yes. premonitions, yeah. visions, whatever they are. Yeah. Yeah. I have no <laughs> idea what is going on. Yeah. yeah. So we get these and the, the it's Bruce having them. Yeah. Like, yeah. First of all, can we establish, are they... Is it the Flash mm-hmm. showing him, you know, projections of the future? Yeah. Is this an alternate future? Are these permanent? Like, where are these coming from? Because I, because he falls asleep and all of a sudden there's all this stuff's happening. Yeah. And we have a whole other sequence where out of context, like if it was in a different movie or whatever, it was a one shot or something like that. I, it was really cool. Yeah, I thought like, you have like Batman factions, Superman factions. Yeah. Superman seems to be working with the, what is it? The parademons. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of a little bit of an injustice. Yeah. I was going to say on. injustice. And, yeah. I really yeah. like that. Like kind of like post-apocalyptic world like yeah. the world's burnt down whatever mm-hmm. Mad Max like yeah exactly yeah. and then he's got he seems to be running kind of this ragtag group yeah. and then they get infiltrated by the Superman team and all this stuff happens yeah. and then Superman has just gone bananas oh yeah, yeah. all because Lois died yep yeah so yep. that's pretty much from Injustice <laughs> yeah. exactly. Gods Among Us what happens is Joker puts this fear toxin in Superman mm-hmm. and um, he thinks that Doomsday has come exactly and so he takes Doomsday into space and punches him but what it actually was was um, Lois, yeah, who was pregnant, pregnant with Superman's kid. Yeah. So Joker mm-hmm. made Superman kill his wife and his unborn child. Yeah. So Superman snaps after yeah. doing that. So he goes and kills okay, the Joker, and then it, it kind of like he's you know kind of like becomes like a dictator of the world. Yeah, he's like you know my eyes were blind and now they're open. Kind yeah, of thing. yeah, yeah. And he forever hates Batman. And again, Batman has those morals. Always like you can't kill the Joker. Yeah, you know we don't kill. But so we those two yeah. above heads. Yeah, that doesn't work in this universe. No. No, 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 no. no, no. no. But, I think that's just no. kind of like a little bit of snippet of where they, where they got it from. Yeah, yeah. but I, what I gathered is it's the Flash. The Flash, I think, whatever happened in this movie, say it, it played out the way Lex wanted it to, and Lex wins, and Lois gets killed in that crossfire, and then that puts Superman on this path of what we'd be seeing in Flash's timeline. So when Flash is now being like, it's Lois, it's Lois, like she's the important piece here because yeah. he's already experienced what's happened. Yeah. I think it's something along those lines. So Flash is basically projecting these visions, these dreams, these nightmares to Bruce. And Bruce is like, okay, so mm-hmm. even though he's not really listening. Yeah. Right? It's kind of Crisis on Infinite Earths, that mm-hmm. scene where Flash comes back and he warns Bruce Wayne and then he kind of dies. Yeah. Um, I think it's it's not a dream, but it, it is Bruce's memories collapsing upon themselves. And oh. it's kind of like the Flashpoint paradox or the Flashpoint storyline, which kickstarted the New 52. Right. Where the Flash goes into this parallel universe, and then he's able to because one of the things the Flash does is time travel, yeah. yeah. And so he's able to run faster than light and go back in time. Mm-hmm. And I think in the scene you hear him say, "Am I too early?" Oh, he says that. In, I, uh... I think he says, "You know, it's kind of hard to hear." Flash says that. Yeah, I'm too early? I'm, am I too early? Because Darkseid hasn't come yet. Oh, you know, and Batman and Superman haven't had their fight yet. You know, and Doomsday isn't created yet. So he's saying, "Am I too early?" You know. Oh. So that's one thing that. But it's not good that he's early. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. I didn't. Okay, I didn't know about that. I ha- that's you know, that's what I was reading about online. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it seems like Superman was working with um, Flash, or sorry, was working with Darkseid. Dark maybe Darkseid used something like the anti-life equation, mm-hmm. which is this <laughs> sounds really stupid, but it's this math equation <laughs> that lets you bend him to his will. Like how nerdy is DC Comics that like their big gun is like this math, math equation? Box. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, I, I think that's the thing that's it's not very clear because, uh, like I mentioned to Tim, if they were just a little more clear on like the Flash. Yeah. The dream sequences showing up. If you could connect them a bit more, like if you saw like 
the Flash going across every dream sequence that he knew that it's coming from the Flash as opposed yeah. to this one odd time Flash comes out of nowhere. Some people don't even know that's Flash. Like, yeah. Some people are like, yeah. Well, yeah, because, because there's a sequence and then he comes out of it and then the Flash is there. And, and then, then he's there. So yeah. it's confusing. Like, exactly. If they had had the Flash come out of somewhere and just like hit Bruce and like it's a very abrupt way of doing it and very yeah. on the nose way of yeah. doing it. It's yeah. just like he's running a memory into him or something like exactly. that. Yeah. I, I don't really know. Yeah. Like I haven't really thought that much about it, but yeah. it's, it's something like that. Cause I was really confused cause they seemed just out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. And it, like I'm thinking cause he wakes up and the flash is there, right? It's not yeah. the flash telling him this. So I feel like, how is he dreaming these things is like, where is this coming from? Right. I think it's just a future memory that's kind of collapsing upon his current self. Right, so it's overlapping with that timeline. Yeah, line, so the so timeline. It's like, very yeah. difficult to just yes. show. Yeah, oh, yeah. And I think in Justice League film, and I hope and I pray that they'll go into this in much, much more detail. Yeah. You know, I kind of think of these as kind of like seeds that they're just planting and watering. Sure. And then when we get to Justice League, you know, they'll bear fruit. For sure. Yeah. Which is, is, is a, it's unfortunate because I you know I'm a big fan of the Flash TV show CW yeah. and they execute the, the speed force so well in that show. Yeah. So the fact that they couldn't do this in this movie is just like... Yeah. 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 But yeah. one thing it does open up is it opens up the multiverse. You know, it yes. establishes time travel. It establishes different dimensions. For sure. So it does definitely open up the possibility that one day we do get the TV and the movies. Oh, you think that might that might happen? Eh? You like, know, you, just, you know, yeah. think about this kind of like you know, if this film you know has no legs, and then they're like, well, what do we do for Justice League now? Right. That's one thing they could do. Yeah. Um, another thing I was thinking of is Suicide Squad. If that's a hit, what if Justice League turns into instead of Dark Side, it's just the Justice League trying to track down the Suicide Squad? Oh. You know, if people are like if people really connect to that Suicide Squad movie. What what do you think if they did that? There's no Superman, so he can't just run really fast and round up all the uh, Suicide Squad people. I, I, I think it'd be a squash, um, yeah. Because the Justice League, you know, I'm I'm a Marvel guy and a DC guy, but pound for pound, I think the Justice League would overpower the Avengers. So if you, oh, Tim looks so bad right now. <laughs> but, but you know, what I mean? so if you're to take the Justice League and just have them take out these ragtag <laughs> villains that Batman's taking out by himself, yeah. What would you need the Justice League for to take out? That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, but the but, power of me, uh, the power of movie universe, you know, like right. Batman struggles to take out like the Joker or not Joker, or, like the Riddler stuff right. that he takes out on a regular basis. Yes, so you, there true. are ways to beef up the team. And that's stuff. true. Yeah. Kind of talking about some of these characters. We talked about Flash. Yeah. Because um, part of this, you know, I talk about this airport movie. Like this is an airport where you connect to different worlds. Yes. So we talked about Flash. Seeing the stuff you saw a little bit about him with... Um, his one scene and then his dream sequence. Are you guys more, less, or the same excited about a Flash solo film coming out of this? I'm mad about how they did yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. I think that was so lazy. Yeah, poorly mm-hmm. handled. This the the shoehorned in. Oh, here's your Justice League. Yeah. I got this vibe of Amazing Spider-Man two. Yes, of that that presentation. Oscorp. Yeah, of, Oscorp. Yeah, yet they're all in Lex oh, Luthor's basement. The yeah, <laughs> really. Like, it was. There was none of that. Was. I just think it was like, oh, we have to get these guys there. Yeah. And then the, he had the symbols were in his. Yeah. 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 This, I think the the way to handle this, I, I understand that it has to be put in, and this is done in Marvel movies and the X-Men movies. Stuff like this is done all the time. I'd like to see stuff that's more organically done. And to me, the end of the movie, instead of the way it was, it should have been Bruce going through Luther stuff yeah. and opening up and being like, and then you see just either Aquaman or Flash one or whatever. Yeah. And it shouldn't have been Wonder Woman. And he just, and then that's what you're left with. You're like, holy crap. Yeah. There's yeah. the Justice League. Exactly. And we didn't have to have them comment on it or say we're forming it. Mm-hmm. It's just, okay, they're there. And then you jump into Justice League and it's like either they're already together or whatever, but you've given some sort of indication that Bruce knows what's going on. Exactly. And Bruce is, by him looking through it, him being like, okay, 
I know that these guys exist. Exactly. Yeah. You kind of get, or you, I don't know, or you pan to something and yeah. it's like there's six seats somewhere. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the way that it was, it was brought up. And I think that the scenes are all right. Like the Flash one's kind of weird, but the Aquaman one is awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was like, like yeah. the best one. eyes coming you see, in. Yeah, I love that part. Yeah. yeah. I love that part with the eyes. I think, um, and I think I mentioned it to you before, and I'm pretty sure you've seen this movie, um, Batman, Legion of, is it Legion of Doom oh, or whatever yeah. with uh, Vital or oh, Savage? Yeah, yeah. Right? I think it would be a cool approach is if Batman's been keeping tabs on all these guys because he yes. thinks one day the meta yeah. movies come together. If they ever turn bad, he can stop them. He has yeah. the answers. So I think it would be cool if he's t- keeping tabs on them. But if you want to scratch that idea, I think it would be really cool if it was Martian the Manhunter brought them all together. Oh, that he yeah. comes in at the end of the movie and it's like, look, this guy just took out Mars. Like, Darkseid yeah. took out Mars and I'm here to warn you guys. That would be so cool. Or Green Lantern Corps or something like that. Right? Yeah, one of those guys, that one of those guys so that cool. come from space yeah. and, and they, they, their planet was destroyed from Darkseid. Yeah. Why not have one of those guys put the, the group together. That would have been awesome. You know, yeah. so... Yeah. I, I like yeah. that idea of him keeping tabs on the Justice League because this, this goes, folds very well into the movie with Bruce Wayne, you know, keeping tabs and, you know, being like, you know, if he's our, if he's, if there's 1% chance, which seems ridiculous, yeah. Yeah. 1% chance that he's our enemy, we have to, you know, take him out basically. Exactly. Yeah. And that fits very well in with that is that, yes, he's, Superman's his number one enemy right now. Yeah. yeah. Once Superman's gone, okay, now we're going to go after Aquaman exactly. or something like that. Yeah. We're keeping exactly. tabs like, I have ways to defeat all these guys. Yeah, exactly. Like, like Atlantis is down below. They yeah. can come take over the world, you know? Yeah. So, it, yeah, I think he should have been having tabs on those guys. What right? do you think, Sanjay? But does that villainize Batman? Whereas, you know, Luthor is the villain. So yeah. this, you know, he's keeping tabs on them. Yeah. You know, he's the bad guy. Yeah. Whereas if you have Batman doing that, is the general audience going to just accept that? Or are they just going to turn Batman into the bad guy? Because th- he, he's already fighting Superman. That's true. But I think you could kind of do it in a way like uh, Tony Stark. Yeah. Tony yeah. Stark kind of did, you know, uh, Ultron. Yeah. So it's kind of like, you know, you still know Iron Man's a good guy. Yeah. You just, you saw what he was trying to do. His intentions were good. Yeah. Just kind of failed. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and I you think know. that fits this characterization of Batman yeah. really well. That, yeah. You know, I'm keeping tabs on these guys. I'm not going to go hunting for Aquaman. Yeah. But if he comes to surface and with an army or whatever, you know, I'm going to know about him. I know, you know, yeah. something like that. I and, got, you know, with that, you can maybe even branch out uh, the OMAC. Yeah. You know, or Brother Eye, those kinds yeah, of things. That'd big be cool. surveillance, right? So yeah. there's so many things you could spin out of that. A lot of opportunity there, right? But um, one thing I kind of can't remember, it'll make more sense the second time I see it. Mm-hmm. I say that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce sends the files to Wonder Woman, and it's Wonder Woman who then clicks on Flash, Aquaman, yeah. and Cyborg. Mm-hmm. How do we know that's not Batman's files? I mean, how do we know that? Maybe he's because he Cause says he I share two. It's from Lex. Oh, yeah. Lex. Yeah, Clark? it all came from Lex. He stole oh, it from Lex. And yeah. from Lex. Boy shared too. Yeah. And then he shares it to um, Wonder Woman. Yeah, because yeah. I thought the, the, the Wonder Woman thing was kind of cool, though. Like, the picture. And I yeah. The, yeah. That was probably one of the points I got most excited for. I was yeah. like, oh, my God. Like, Steve yeah. Trevor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Chris yeah. Pine in there. I thought yeah. that was such a sweet little yeah. reference. Yeah. Nod. What did you think of the music? Wonder Woman's music. I loved it. Did you Are like, you serious? Yeah, it reminded me of Mad Max. It, you know, it reminded me of, like, the imported Dragon Ball Z episodes back in the day <laughs> where the music was just off. And I was like, what? With the electric guitar? Yeah. And then oh, when she came down and deflected the beam, yeah. I was like, okay, that's a cool scene. But the yeah. music is I, is so <laughs> not connected with that movie. I, I felt. That was, like, I don't like to use this word when I'm talking about I hated the score, the score of Wonder really? Woman. Really? Yeah. Like, I like, there's parts of the score. The yeah. the, man is, the stuff with Man of Steel. That. Yeah. Every time Superman's on screen and they yeah. bring back the man... I love, love, it. love, yeah. love the Man of Steel score, the Hans Zimmer stuff. In oh, there. It's so fantastic, good. and they bring that, they tie that into the the greater score of the movie. Yeah. But then when you get this like screaming electric guitar yeah. thing, like, I'm like, 
Come on. Like, that's so weird. That took me right out of that fight. You know, it fits so, so well with the character, though, because if you read the Wonder Woman comic, she's uh-huh. constantly going to rock concerts and yeah. checking them out. So, you know, when I when that played, it kind of connected to me yeah. with the comic book character. So maybe that's yeah, okay. why I didn't yeah. mind yeah. it. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it was weird. I got to tell you, the second time watching it, it was is is it, weirder. Yeah. It, it yeah. takes you right out because it, it doesn't fit right. with the rest of the score. Yeah. It doesn't fit. No. Yeah. No. You know, so. continuing on the trend of Wonder Woman. Yes. She has been universally praised as one of the best parts of this movie. Yes, um, her action sequences, her acting actually was better than most people would have thought. Yeah, do you guys agree? And after seeing this, are you guys more or less excited, or the same for her solo film coming out next year? I'm still the same. Yeah, because we weren't given enough dialogue from her. Yeah, I don't know if she can carry a film still on her own. Yeah, you know, I think uh, Steve Trevor's gonna have to have a big role because yeah. he has. He's carried a couple movies now. Excellent. Right? So actor. he's gonna yeah, so he's gonna have to step up in that movie with her. But I, I loved her in this movie. Yeah. I, like I was talking to you uh, off air here, uh, when she smiled when she got her ass kicked from Doomsday and she turns around, gets back up, and she kinda smiles at him, like, you know what, I'm just getting started. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love yeah. that. Right. Perfect warrior. Yeah, I liked I liked her. I liked the portrayal. I thought there was enough of Wonder Woman yeah. to set up a solo movie. Yeah. I didn't find it too overwhelming. You know, it wasn't. It was a character I think was she was brought in first as kind of more of a, a civilian or a human. Mm-hmm. Didn't really know a lot about her, but everyone kind of knew who she was. And then eventually she gets into the fighting. I thought that was a really good way of introducing a character. Yeah, it yeah. didn't feel forced. Yes, yeah, yeah. It came. It came together. You know, she was at the party, and mm-hmm. then she was getting on the plane. And she saw something was happening. It was like, yeah. okay, I have to go back, and something bigger is happening here. For sure, I liked that. Definitely, yeah. And Definitely. She's flying Turkish Airlines. Anyway. Yeah, <laughs> there was less um, distractions. You know, because yeah. in Man of Steel, I rewatched it, and part of the reason why I really like this film is I rewatched Man of Steel at. I finished at 8 a.m. That's nice. the joys of being up all night with the newborn. <laughs> <laughs> so I watched Man of Steel finish at 8 a.m. Four hours later, I was watching Batman vs. Superman. Cool. Nice. So, you know, to me, that's why I kind of really connected. Um, but I didn't notice the tie-ins as much. Because you watch Man of Steel, Martha Kent works for Sears. And, like, there's a scene where they're fighting oh, in I Sears. Yeah. But this one, the only thing I noticed was Turkish Airline. But it kind of felt organic because, you know, she was leaving Gotham or mm-hmm. in Metropolis or wherever she was. And then she sees this doomsday figure and then yeah. she stops yeah so you know it's not like she was like shopping at sears for like earrings yeah. or something you know? <laughs> I, uh, speaking of wonder woman i was gonna ask sanjay if you caught that reference or maybe it's just me um when we were introduced to wonder woman or diana in that party yeah and lex is kind of babbling about greek mythology yeah and he says zeus and yeah. it shows wonder woman's face and she kind of rolls her eyes yeah i right. thought that was awesome because yeah. Zeus is technically her dad <laughs> yeah in exactly comics, and yeah. i was like are they going that route? Because that's so cool if they are, right? Yeah, they are. And she's actually, they said she's 5,000 years old. Nice. So she's uh, part so of the Greek mythology. Age. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's great, 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 great grandchild. No, <laughs> uh, no um, they're definitely going with that. Cool. And if you guys saw the set picture that they showed with Wonder Woman and the three other people, uh, Queen Hippolyta, and I can't remember the other two people's names, but they're veteran actors who have been in some great stuff. And yeah, one girl's House of Cards. Yeah, and, and there's someone from Gladiator the in there. Yeah, the lead woman, oh, the, nice. the first lady. Oh no, I think it's her. Yeah, yeah, and she's Robin in uh, Forrest Gump. Yeah, yeah, Robin Thicke, I think. No, is no, that Robin the? Thicke. No. <laughs> That's the singer. Yeah, <laughs> third line. <laughs> yeah, that, that looks pretty cool. Yeah. It's. I think it's really cool that it, it seems like this, this movie, the solo movie, is going to be three different timelines. Yeah, it's going to be the Greek or the couple thousand years ago, World War One with her Howling Commandos. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then present day. Yeah, yeah. Steve Trevor's like a Bucky Barnes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Got to bring it back around tomorrow. Once in a while, you, know? <laughs> you know, I appreciate you sitting through this DC discussion. <laughs> sitting through? I feel like I'm an active participant. <laughs> Maybe not the active participant you want, <laughs> but the one that I need. Yes. <laughs> a silent guardian, a watchful defender. <laughs> Wait, let's let's swing back around here to Superman. What did you think of Henry Cavill coming back as Superman? You know, was his portrayal spot on again? I thought he was great, Man of Steel. Yeah. yeah. Cool. And what do you think about his whole story? I liked it. Um, I really like Clark, and with him and Lois, he seemed to really get his moral compass from his parents and from Lois, and it kind of showed his humanity. And I thought he wasn't given enough to do. Yeah. Um, I like the action sequences. He certainly looks the part. Um, oh, he's yeah. in that Inquisition, the, the yeah. courtroom. He is enormous. Yeah. Like I was looking, I was like, "There's like that suit, man. That yeah. is yeah. so tight. Like, oh how God. do you even move in that? Yeah. He, but he is so big. Oh yeah, that's awesome. We'll have to get back to that courtroom scene. Um, but I think Superman. You know, I think he just needed a little bit more to do. Yeah. Um, Troy, what what did you think? Yeah, you know, I agree. He needed. He definitely needed more to do. But unfortunately, I feel like he didn't learn anything from Man of Steel. I feel Man of Steel, you know, he, he put guys through the windows and he did a lot of stuff that was, you yeah. know, looked down upon. Yeah. In this movie, he's right back at it again doing the same thing. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, man, these guys don't like you doing this. Why are you doing this? That was, um, but, you know, I, I like Henry Cavill as, as Superman a lot. Yeah. yeah. Some he, of the lines he gave were kind of funny. The, the line between him and Batman at first when Batman says, tell me, do you bleed? When Superman comes down there and lectures him about, you know, I don't want to see the Bat single anymore. Yeah. I thought the delivery was kind of off. Yeah. His, his sound was kind of weird. Uh, but other than that, yeah, he, he, he wasn't bad. He never, he never took me out of the movie. No. Yeah. No, I just don't think they knew what to do with him. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're yeah. kind of like, because I found him kind of like a bit sad, a bit yeah. mopey. I feel like he's having this real internal struggle. Like he doesn't mm-hmm. know if he wants to be Earth's protector yet. Yeah. And there's a line that he says in there that Earth is my home now or something like that. Yeah. Eventually. At the end, yeah. yeah, towards the end, which I feel like is him, you know, accepting this. Okay, now I'm, I'm Earth's protector. Yeah. yeah. I'm okay with that. Before I was, I think it's, because a couple of scenes where he's like, he's hovering above the people that are drowning or whatever or on the roof. So I'm mm-hmm. like, is he contemplating like maybe <laughs> yeah. I should just Jokes. leave these people like yeah. let's, let's let's leave humanity to kind of collapse in on themselves because they're a very violent race they're very yeah. flawed yeah you know they're they're not good in general yeah you know do I want to be the person protecting these people yeah yeah that's kind of what I was thinking his internal struggle is that's why he's so sad he's kind of like I don't know if yeah. I want to be mm-hmm. here my you know my light is lowest yeah and you know my parents you know they're very good people and they taught me certain values and certain things but when yeah. I'm out in the world now. It's just full of crappy, shitty for people. Sure. Yeah. For sure. I, I yeah. totally get that. And, you know, and as much as I love Man of Steel, but that is my one thing is that Clark Kent is, he's, he's basically a, a human. Like, he's been born and raised yeah. in Kansas. So these morals, like Smuggle, he's born with it. Like, he knows mm-hmm. what's good and what's wrong. So I yeah. wish he just kind of already had that, like, that moral, that Captain America, like, mentality where he knows, like, look, I'm here to save these guys, whether they're, like, the or greater not. good. Yeah. So. yeah, you know, like, yeah. he's, Superman, you have to guess, is probably at least 30 now mm. at this point. Uh, I think he says 33. 33, yeah. right? So I wish he just kind of already had those morals where he knows what's, what he wants to do. But one of the criticisms of Superman is he's the ultimate Boy Scout. People yeah. say he's boring. He always does the right thing. That's true. So yeah. is this Snyder trying to liven up the character? Because if you look at the last... 20 years i think batman said it best when he said in infinite crisis mm-hmm. superman you're supposed to inspire the people the last time you did that was when you died 
And (laughs) (laughs) he threw down the gauntlet of that comic. So, you know, it's true, though, because when is the last time we've had this truly epic Superman run? Superman, the character, has been struggling to connect with modern audiences for about 20 years now. Yeah, it's it's been a long time. I still love the character. I still think he is the first superhero. You know, he's true blue. When someone says the word superhero, he's the first one that pops into my mind. His symbol is is one of the most recognizable symbols on Earth, with Mm -hmm. the exception of maybe like McDonald's or Coke or something, right? Yeah. It's it's incredible. It's up there. So do you guys agree with that? Do you think Superman needs to become more modern and where he's more flawed? Because before, he was perfect. Yeah. And... I was talking to Baron about this and he said, you know, with Superman, how you get him to connect is he's an immigrant. Yeah. We're, we're living in a world now where there's refugees who are yeah. coming in and people are debating if we should let them in or not. Yeah. I think that's something that they could have capitalized on in the movie where Superman is technically a refugee from Krypton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they let him in and Zod blew up a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. And they could have brought that, you know, paralleled it with the modern world and made like it more that. realistic. Yeah. I like that because because they refer to him as an alien, yeah. and you know they're speaking about an alien from you know a distant planet or whatever. Mm-hmm. When I hear alien like that in that context, I, I get this kind of feeling like they're talking about an illegal alien, yeah, yeah. You know, someone that's come in illegally and is yeah. now you know squatting in in their in their country stuff like that, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's it's interesting, and yeah, I, I do like that. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that's something that you could get the character to become popular again because you yeah. know he was created. By two Jewish immigrants in, what was it, 1928 or 29? And, you know, going through that time, they must have felt so alone because, you know, the world was just preparing for World War II. And, you know, the U.S. wasn't entering it. And they must have felt so isolated and so hurt by the fact that, you know, their home country wasn't going to defend their people in Germany. Mm -hmm. So I think, like, they could bring that back. And that's why so many people have had that you know, human experience where he is an alien. But you can bring that and bring that emotion back to the character and make him great again. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a good point. You know, yeah, that's, um, that's interesting. What did you think of Lois Lane and his relationship with her? Yeah, you know, I never cared for it much in the first one, to be mm, honest. Yeah. And, and I and I honestly, I think that falls down to Amy Adams. I don't believe she's Lois Lane. She doesn't. She's never done it for me yeah. as a character. But you know, with Lois Lane, she's meant to be tough. She's kind of like you know, equivalent to like Mary Jane. She's yeah. tough. She can fend for herself. Yeah. Half the time in that movie, she could have got out of that situation herself. You know. When she looked at that stranger, like, "Oh, can I help you?" And there's the bad guy, and he kidnapped her. Yeah. Like, you're a reporter. You do this for your, like this is your job. You know what's bad and what's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get out of there. You yeah. know. When she walked off the building, not walked off, but is backing down from Lex, and Lex pushes her. You know, it's kind of like you knew what you're getting into. Just here. slug the punk, man. That's what Lois would do. She would yeah. slug him. So I just wish they made her tougher. Like I honestly think Superman. I think I counted like four times. Honestly, that <laughs> yeah. she was saved from Superman. Yeah. yeah. My whole thing with Lois Lane is, I think after the bathtub scene, yeah. like do the desert thing, yeah. establish that they have a relationship, you know, a loving relationship. You do the bathtub scene, you humanize Superman a bit, Clark Kent. You you recognize the fact that Lois Lane knows who he is. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. She's gone. Yeah. And people are going to hate me maybe for saying this, but she should have been like Pepper Potts was in the first Avengers. Yes. Was it she was in it? There's an acknowledgement that she exists. Her yeah. and Tony together, and then she's gone. You I don't agree. need her. What does she do for the rest of the movie that impacts, other than getting in trouble and yeah. Superman <laughs> having to go save her? Exactly. Yeah. Even in the middle of the doomsday battle, yeah. he can yeah. hear her pounding on the ice or whatever it was, and, oh. yeah. and he has to go save her. Like there's, She doesn't accomplish anything throughout the movie that is pivotal to either the Batman vs. Superman fight or the Doomsday fight yeah. or Superman's kind of whole arc. Like, the, you don't need her in anything else. No. You need to establish that she still exists in the universe, have that continuity, explore the relationship a bit, humanize Superman a bit yeah. for the audience. That's it. 
No, no. I, I 100% I gave mine. Yes, I'm just, you, <laughs> yeah. you know, I think that Lois in this movie, Superman only has two humans that he truly connects with nowadays. Mm. It's Lois and it's his mom. Right. Um, you know, his job, him and Perry seem to not be, but you know, seeing eye to eye. Bruce Wayne and him are fighting. He doesn't really have anyone. He has just Lois and his mom. That's a good point. And I think, you know, having Lois in there and showing that he has a reason to make this world a better place, and that's Lois. That's right. Yeah. Okay. You, you know, like if Lois isn't in there, then Superman, why does he even care? At this point, this isn't your traditional Superman, as we said before. Right. If Lois isn't in here, why does Superman care? I mean, there's a scene. But you establish that early on enough that he does care about her. He cares about his mom. Mm-hmm. He doesn't need to be constantly saving her. That's right? true. To, yeah. to prove, like, I think this is again going back to his internal struggle with, you know, do I want to be humanity's protector? Right. It's like, here's two people that I would protect no matter what. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then there's everyone else, yeah. right? Yeah. And he needs to, to grow out from just those two people. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I think you can establish that much of it early on with a couple of the scenes that are in there. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the ones that are in there early on are fine. But he doesn't need to keep revisiting and keep proving to the audience that I will do whatever I need to do mm-hmm. to save mm-hmm. Lois. And maybe that is trying to set up this idea as if Lois were to die, yeah. Superman would go, go I think crazy. that's what they were trying to do, yeah. but they didn't do a good job. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't that. executed, I don't think, maybe... Like in all the scenes, I never feel like anything's gonna happen to her because I'm like, well, Superman's gonna save her. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Superman's I never gonna felt save her. Like it's fine. Like she's, no, she's never in trouble. Yeah. No. You know when she she takes the kryptonite staff, she hucks yeah. it into the water. Yeah. And then they fixate on the water. Fixate on. I'm like, Aquaman is. Coming yes, up. I agree. That's, that's, that's <laughs> that would have been about. epic. Yeah. They kept teasing. And then that. they could have had the four of them fighting Doomsday. They yeah. kept teasing. But it was that. just every single time it, they it was like this little bit longer than you think it needs to be yes. yeah. focusing. It wasn't like I was looking at the spears, looking at the glowing, mm-hmm. and I was just waiting for the glowing to start coming up. Yeah. yeah. And then Aquaman and she'd be like, What are you? Yeah. <laughs> what is happening right now? <laughs> yeah. yes. And then like yeah. even have like have that happen and then fine if Lois is there. But then have Superman come down and confront Aquaman yeah. and mm-hmm. be like, get away from Lois yeah. and then he's got the Kryptonite staff and there's that moment where you don't know is Aquaman going to chuck the staff at Superman? Right. Yeah. Or is he going to go and help them oh, fight Doomsday? That would have been so much better. Right. And so you have this kind of standoff. Like, we right. don't know. We can recognize each other are quite powerful. Yeah. I don't know. And then you just have him help. I don't know. Yeah. I thought that would have been really cool. That would have been yeah. cool. And I, I would have preferred that even more so than the little surveillance cameo. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That would have been Definitely. cool. What do you guys think of the Senate scene? I mean, do you have the explosion? I didn't see it coming, and then I saw the pee jar. Or I guess we, I already, you know, the piss jar. We'll call it Granny's Peach Tea. Yeah. Um, I got a very Watchmen vibe from that, where yes. Dr. Manhattan doesn't Good care call. about humanity anymore. And Superman said, you know, I didn't see it because I wasn't looking for yes. it. Was he not looking for it because, A, he didn't care, or B, because he trusted humanity, and this is yes. his faith in humanity breaking? See, and that's like a Man of Steel writing right there. Yeah. yeah. That's something right out of Man of Steel. That Inquisition yeah. thing, I think, was Man of Steel 2. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. That, that whole, because that feels like a completely different movie. Yes, yeah. definitely. Yeah. That was powerful. Yeah. yeah. And his, his the facial expression when the place blows, and he's just like, oh. He's there, and he's yeah. the only survivor. Yeah. yeah. Tragic. Yeah, I, yeah, that was, that was a pretty I did scene. like that scene. I love that scene. Yeah. 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 That's one of the better scenes yeah. in the movie, I think we can all agree. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's very nice. You know what was really weird, though? Watching the second time, the memorial. Okay, so you have the memorial where everybody's yeah. died, and they have, like, you know, these big tombstones. Yeah. But then you have the Man of Steel statue right there. Yeah. yeah. That makes zero sense to me, because you have these people... <laughs> That clearly hates Superman, but yeah. then you're gonna put his statue over. Yeah, his... yeah. <laughs> what? And then the guy in the wheelchair like gets on the wheelchair and jumps how high and lands yeah. on Superman's. I was like, what is going on here? I think that shows at the beginning people were seeing Superman as a savior because he did save them and he saved the Russian uh, space 
ship and he saved yeah. uh, the Mexican fire and he saved um, the ship of uh, sailors. And he was showing that he was a global influence. For sure. And a global savior. For sure. And then, I can't remember, it's, I think it's the Africa scene. Yeah. Is where it kind of goes and people are like, well, Superman caused all these deaths and all this damage. See, and that's a weird scene too. Yeah. Because watching that again, I'm like, he just took off that one guy. But then the lady's going off about like, I saw my family got murdered and this 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 and then she alludes to the government so it's not like she just blamed the government for doing everything yeah she basically uh blamed superman for killing all these people is isn't metropolis enough we already saw metropolis get destroyed yeah. <laughs> now we're going to africa yeah being destroyed. it's a bit weird because that was like a whole like lex luther setup right yeah, it's, it's yeah. so weird but they're using bullets that only lex luther or lex Corps the, creates like yeah. just yeah. trace it like superman doesn't carry a gun no no yeah exactly no. so i just that, that scene just yeah that's off i think the uh, point of the bullets in the scene was just to show um Superman came in here and caused all this collateral damage. Right. And that's one of the scenes Zack Snyder said is going to be expanded upon in the extended edition. Okay, because I think that was another, like, we need Lois to do something, so let's let's let her run around this with a CIA guy and just or whatever. <laughs> yeah. It just really, never really goes anywhere. Yeah. 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 And then until the end, it's acknowledged where he dropped him, like, oh, you found my bullet. Yeah. Or yeah. Whatever. Only LexCorp. Well, this, this is the most obvious, you know, trace back ever. Because yeah. if only LexCorp makes this metal, then it's like, ah. Oh. And he's like, all my buildings are made out of it. Ah, oh, I'm yeah. crazy. It's <laughs> horrible, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's... Oh. <laughs> do you, um, do you yeah. guys think there was any coincidence that this film was released on Easter? Uh, or do you think resurrection, like the Jesus, Jesus parallels to this were on full okay. display in this movie? Yeah. Um, you know, Superman sacrifices himself to save all humanity when he fights Doomsday. Then you got that kryptonite spear, which is akin to the Spear of Destiny. Um, you know, Christians believe that's a spear um, that was pierced Christ when he was on the cross. Oh, okay. And that spear actually has a lot of DC Comics history oh okay that's a spear that they use they say because superman cannot handle magic right and in order to get around the fact that superman just stood still during world war ii Mm -hmm. um they said hitler had the spear of destiny and that's why superman was never able to enter world war ii so this spear has some dc comics connections it's also in the justice league versus avengers crossover Mm -hmm. it's one of the 12 items that they have to um, recruit one of them for the dc comics universe is the spear of destiny okay interesting so you know it Zack Snyder doesn't really try to hide the uh, parallels that he has with Superman and Jesus. Oh. This, you know, in the Man of Steel, you see when he goes to the church and behind him is um, the picture of Jesus. And then there's some other scenes where he's exiting the space station and his hands are out like he's on a cross. You know, Sp- Snyder doesn't do a very good job of subtlety. He kind of <laughs> hits you over the head with a hammer. Yeah. And I think this is just another one of those occasions. Yeah, And then, you know... Um, Justice League will be the resurrection or, you know, the full Christ story. Yeah. So I just thought, you know, they released this on Easter. Huh. What, you know, that's one thing I thought of. I was like, you think that was on purpose? I mean, besides getting away, thankfully, from Civil War, because if these two films were released <laughs> on the same day, oh. I have a feeling this would have been a much different box office weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we, we talked a little bit about Lex Luthor here. Yeah. Can you tell me, one, like, what was he going for? Like this, you mentioned it, Troy, this crazy Joker, Riddler, Riddler so sort of speaking in metaphors and ancient anecdotes yeah. and stuff like that, and riddles. Uh-huh. Yeah. And what was his, like, what was his motivation? Like, What's his endgame? Like, what was his beef with Batman and Superman? I never fully understood right. that. I think he hates power, and he hates, he doesn't believe that there should be a world with a Superman. 
He believes that he is humanity's savior and he will do more than humanity. Superman makes humanity lazy. You know, this, I'm just throwing this, this is from the comics. They don't yeah, they really say, explain it. Yeah. yeah, in the comics, so, that's Lex Luthor for sure. Yeah, yeah, and I think there's two different Lexes. You get the Lex at the beginning. He goes to the Krypton ship, right. learns all that knowledge. And ever since then, Lex is darker and a little bit, you know, I don't know. I just feel like there's two different Lexes. There's one where he kind of portrays to the general audience and then there's one where he's kind of like this dark guy like he killed a senator like he yeah. fought him and he murdered his assistant yeah like he's no, a he dark dude and a douchebag i mean <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know it, it doesn't make sense for me because in this he clearly has beef with superman but it's mm-hmm. like okay make like get rid of superman to make way for dark side yeah I, I don't get i don't get the mentality i wish they went with the comic the traditional lex where yeah. he's like kind of like batman in this movie where he doesn't believe in Superman, like you said, it makes society and humans lazy to rely on this guy. He wants yeah. to be better. He wants the human race to be better than what they are. So with this, they weren't clear at all with what he was trying to do. Yeah. He's way too goofy for no reason. It, it just it just made no sense to me. That that's just it's not Lex Luthor at all. Yeah. Do, do you think they're gonna pull the plug on Jesse Eisenberg playing him and bring in someone else to play Lex mm, Luthor Senior? I don't Senior? think so because I don't think it was yeah. Jesse Eisenberg's fault. To be honest, I mean he he delivered the lines the way they wanted. Like they wrote that character that way. Yeah. You're not, not him. You know. Like I don't. Yeah. yeah is, I mean, is this is this a, a con, like something that's happened? Did he go in and start reading these things, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Oh, we should write this character like this," or did they write the character like that? Like, yeah, did they know. adapt to his acting and be like, "Well, he has all these social issues and he yeah. can't speak in public, yeah. and you know, he's always you know stumbling over words. And he seems like his brain's working fast, like almost like an Asperger sort of thing, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so I don't really know. Like, it was a really weird portrayal. Yeah, I feel like yeah. DC dropped the ball on this one. I feel like DC wrote that character like they were deliberate on what they were trying to do. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they're like, Jesse Eisenberg is the guy we want to do this. But I don't think he went in there kind of tinkering with the character. Yeah, okay. yeah. That's just at least what I gathered off of it. Would you like to see him in Suicide Squad now that he's in jail for like the sequel? You think he'd make a good addition to the team? or? Uh, you know what? That would be interesting to see him have some dialogue with, you know. Yeah. You know, that's really cool. I didn't yeah. think about that. That could maybe uh, bring some more darkness and maybe strength to that character. Yeah. To see him in a cage or jail cell with those other guys that's, yeah. that's pretty neat I like that idea let's talk about the controversial or con- well the whole movie's controversial but uh, Martha <laughs> okay one? so like so the fight so yeah. we've been talking for an hour here yeah. almost and we're just getting to the V part of yeah. that Superman right yeah <laughs> <laughs> this so, movie's packed yeah so let's let's talk about a bit of the fight and then we'll talk because that leads okay. nicely Fair into, into the Martha thing what did you guys think I like the fight yeah. I thought I visually it was pretty cool yeah. and it was it was a lot shorter than I thought it was going to be yeah and I was kind of like oh this is pretty cool I liked Batman in the suit yeah and there's some cool scenes there with the catching the grenade and, yeah. yeah but I didn't <laughs> it was interesting because Superman lands with the intent of explaining to Bruce what's going yeah. on. And then after Bruce hits him once, he's yeah. like, all right, it's on, buddy. Like, yeah. I'm going to make... I, he doesn't even try. It's not like he's sitting there being like, no, Bruce, no. Yeah. You know, Lex Luthor's got my mom. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's like, no, I'm going to... Now it's now it's time because I'm going to punch your friggin' yeah. head off. Yeah. yeah. And it just so happens that you sprayed him with kryptonite. Otherwise, you'd be dead. dead. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. one swing and he's swinging right for his skull, right? Yeah. But, but he does say, you know, stay down. If I wanted you dead, you'd be dead already. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I like that. You know, I, that, that fight scene wasn't bad. But by, by the time I got there, I didn't, I didn't really care anymore. I was, yeah. I was pretty much checked out of the movie. But, you know, the weird thing with that fight scene is Batman even says a line to, uh, to Superman being about, you know, your parents did this and my parents did this my parents died yeah. and your parents did this so he, he's clearly he knows that 
Clark Kent has a mom yeah. and a dad. Mm-hmm. But at the very end now, when he drops the Martha line, that's yeah. when he's like, oh, this guy has a mom. And <laughs> yeah. his mom is the same name as my mom. So, yeah. you know, it's all good. We're we buddies cool. now. We cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, so that, 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 that yeah, that I, just I, didn't connect to me. You know, I think, I really hope the writers had more depth to that. Yeah. To me, I kind of took it as Super, or Batman realizing that Superman, while he is an alien, he still has humanity. Yeah. Like, he's about to be killed, yeah. and the only thing he's telling Bruce is, save my mom. Yeah. You know, and yeah. Bruce, you know, Bruce kind of flashes back uh, at the end, or, you know, at the beginning where his mom gets shot, and he's kind of thinking, you know, like, would my mom, you know, would she be proud of me at right. this moment? And you know, I think that's kind of the trigger that it goes off in his head like, man, I'm wrong. Yeah. Like this guy, you know the scene in Man of Steel where the guy from Law and Order says, this man is not our enemy? That's kind of like the, oh, the scene that I kind of got where Bruce yeah. is like, this man is not our enemy. Yeah. This is coming from a guy that said, if there's even a 1% chance yeah. that this guy is our enemy, yeah. then we have to kill him. Yeah. yeah. So chance. it's like... Just because he said, oh, we have the same... Like, to me, he's already decided. Like, I, I don't care no matter what. Yeah. There's yeah. nothing that can change my mind. Yeah. This guy might do good things forever, but if there's a tiny chance, and that chance is if Lois Lane gets killed, apparently, exactly. yeah. that Lois Lane gets killed or whatever, mm-hmm. that he could be evil, we have to kill him. Yeah. Yeah. And now he's he's totally relinquished that, that, that thought and that mentality and that... You know, to me, Bruce should be someone that can deduce things. He's sat and thought every single thing exactly. through, right? Yeah. He's put this. He's you know, he said every scenario he has, he has a contingency for it. Yeah, and that just doesn't seem like something that Bruce would do. Oh, okay, okay, well, yeah. yeah. I We're guess. buddies now. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then I... even to the point where like he tackle, he gets to the Martha Clark or whatever or Kent, sorry, yeah. and he says, "Oh, don't worry, I'm, I'm a buddy of yours." We're friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I literally had a spiritual skull, and I was going to kill him thirty seconds. Yeah. Ago, right? yeah. I see, and you know what? Maybe like this is weird because maybe if I didn't, I'm sorry watch... for. I don't. I feel no, like I'm, no, I'm no. Really coming down on this right now. <laughs> I, I didn't do anything to. I had nothing to do with this movie. I know, I know, but I, again, I, I said the start. I don't want to sound like we're pissing all over, but I feel like I've been doing a lot of. No, I, I appreciate this open dialogue, and hopefully, you know, some of the stuff. Because you, you know, this movie was kind of meant for DC fans, yeah. but it should be it should have been meant for everyone. He should have. And for someone who doesn't read DC, these are some of the complaints that I kind of glanced over. Yeah. So I'm glad you're bringing it up because. But now I don't want you to go. Like, the thing I feel bad is, is like I, I listen to reviews sometimes, and I go back and I rewatch a movie. And I'm like, oh, you know, I wish I hadn't listened to that review. Or I wish I, someone didn't point yeah. that out to me. But if someone gave a bad review of The Force Awakens, would that matter? Like, if someone like right. no, bad Star true. Wars, no matter what, you're gonna love it. And it's one of those things like people are saying, like, oh, it's just a rehash of of Episode uh, Four or whatever. Yeah. It's or you're getting the best parts of the Star Wars trilogy. Yeah. I can see that, yeah. but I look right through that. Like, yeah. I don't, yeah. That doesn't buy. I don't care. And about that's yeah. kind of like me with this yeah. movie. Like I can see the flaws and I can see him there, but I kind of put lipstick on a pig and call it the prom queen. You know, I, I don't care. <laughs> I, I recognize the faults, but I look past them. Okay, good. Um, yeah, no. But, but you know what? I, I don't know if about you guys. Like, did you binge watch through Daredevil season two? No, I've not. I've oh. been watched through diapers. <laughs> okay, yeah, so, yeah, what am I talking about here? But you know what? Uh, Daredevil two. I know they have thirteen hours to do this, but they yeah. established the differences in the morals between Daredevil yep. and Punisher and Electra yeah. so well. So yep. it came time to see Batman be Superman. And the morals just diminished like that. Yeah. And that's like, really? Like, you get a good idea of why Batman's fighting. Yeah. You don't really have the best idea of why Superman's do- fighting until Lex is like, hey, I'm pulling the strings. Go take out Batman. Yeah. Nah. That's the motive behind, you know, the whole fight. So The thing I found interesting, and people bring this up, is, oh, how could Luther 
manipulate Batman. Yeah. In the comics, it happens all the time. Yeah. Luther is established as being smarter than Batman. Um, he manipulated him in Forever Evil. Yes. Um, so that way, I had no problem with that because no, to I me, mean, Luther no. is smarter than Bruce Wayne. Yeah. I didn't have any issues. He's pushing yeah. a lot of, of Batman's or Bruce Wayne's buttons too, right? yeah. particularly with people dying, his family dying, the people mm-hmm. in the tower dying, stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. I get that. Yeah. Let's talk about the ending. Yeah. To me, you, you might disagree, but this was my Han Solo moment. Like, as sad as you were when Han Solo died... Well, maybe you hate Han Solo. I d- doubt you do. <laughs> yeah, but as sad as you were in The Force Awakens when he dies, you know, that's how sad I was with Death of Superman. I thought they did an excellent job showing Superman going from alien who was removed to saying, you know, this is my world and this has got to be me who takes out Doomsday. And even before he dies, they show that nuke in space and Superman holds Doomsday there yeah. so that he can get hit by the nuke. And then um, Superman, you know, it's a scene right out of The Dark Knight Returns where his face is like emancipated and he mm. looks like weak and skinny. Yeah. And then the sun like goes on him and then he gets back to full yeah. strength. He almost looked like Bizarro for a second. Yeah. Like, is this a Bizarro? Like, that would have been cool. Reference? Yeah. What do you guys think? Because, you know, I already said like I cried at this scene. Um, I thought it was really cool at the end with the casket and then they had the silver s i thought that was a nice oh, yeah. nod to the comic book right. death, of death of superman yeah, yeah. yeah. I totally uh, that, yeah. but did you guys buy it? i mean it, as someone who you know who goes into this there's only been one superman movie man of steel yeah. but i kind of took this as more like the whole cinematic history of the character like you know christopher reeves brandon ralph henry cavill like all of them and then like the show finally show the death of a superman right on film yeah like what do you guys think well i think before i, I give my opinion on the end there the death of Superman. Let's talk a little bit about Doomsday. Yeah. Like, okay, the yeah. person that actually kills him. Yeah. So I understand that Doomsday is like a creature of, of Krypton. and yeah, mm-hmm. stuff they like clone that. multiple so times. How, I just don't understand like how Lex got to the point where he's like, if I cut my hand and I put Zod's body in this water and I talk to this machine for long <laughs> enough, eventually I'll create Doomsday. I think because he's been after, that's the scene after he's learned all the history through the Kryptonian yeah. ship. Okay, so they, okay. they probably years. said like, okay, you know, we had this one character called Doomsday and he's a mix of... Kryptonian and other blood, and you know he creates Doomsday. Oh, okay, so. I think that's probably why. I'm hoping that's why, but that's best I got out of it. Yeah. He, okay. he didn't really seem like Doomsday. He seemed like a mix of three villains. Like me and Baron were talking about this. He seemed okay. like Bizarro because mm-hmm. Lex created him. Yep. Doomsday, the, the obvious, and then he brought up Parasite. So Parasite's a Superman villain who uses energy, and every time he gets it, he grows uh, stronger and more powerful. Oh, okay, yeah, they so, showed examples of that. Right? Yeah, so it kind of felt like it wasn't just um, Doomsday, but it was like uh, all three of them. All three of them, yeah. Kind of like in Iron Man Two, where Whiplash was like two villains. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they seems to yeah, he kind of grows a bit. Yeah, and it just seems he seems like a bit of cannon for like he's just out there for yeah. someone to punch. And I thought you know yeah, it was kind of cool. I, I liked kind of how it ended. You had kind of. Wonder Woman with the lasso, yeah. yeah, and he had Batman firing the great. Because I like Batman because he's like he does the oh shit thing, right? Yeah, and he spends the rest of the, I'm just running away from yeah. Doomsday. Yeah. Like, you know, I have no away, part in this was fight. Terrified, yeah, right? like he wasn't just like in confidence. Yeah. Boom, he was like, oh. yeah, I yeah. like that. I, like I really the, yeah. like that. Yeah, first time really Batman's like ever faced this like a uh, galaxy threat. Yeah, like he's probably gone from fighting the Riddler to that. Yeah, like, like maybe Bane the most. In this. Yeah. I have no idea what to do. Let's get <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. it's kind of cool that he does have a part where he fires the grenade at yeah. and kind of weakens yeah. him a bit. But see, yeah. This is my other argument too because I found this film, it was like, and I said this to you before, I felt like it was someone trying to do Zack Snyder. So some of these shots to me, I'm like, Zack Snyder could do better than this. Why is yeah. the shot like this? Like, when that shot you just talk about when he shoots him with like the, the green kind of, yeah. you know, kryptonite thing, I thought it could have been done better because you see Wonder Woman attack and then you see Superman attack and then you see this green mist appear and then it yeah. zooms out. The Batman, where I think it should have been in reverse. You should have saw Batman yeah. shoot first 
and then Wonder Woman attack, and then it just, I, in my opinion, would have looked better nitpicking, I guess. Hans shot first. Hans shot. <laughs> <laughs> it's a trap. Yeah. See, you know, bringing up that one scene, talking about, you know, making this more common to outside fans of DC Comics, he could have just as easily said, with Wonder Woman with the Lasso of Truth, she could have been like, stay there, beast. Uh, my Lasso of Truth is unbreakable, yeah, and you'll never those. get out. Yeah. So I'm glad, you know, in some ways, I'm glad they didn't go down that route. That would have yeah. been super campy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What do you guys think of Superman having to be the one to kill him? I mean, I thought it made perfect sense. Oh, yeah. It's appropriate, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, it had to be him. Definitely, yeah, He couldn't I just agree. give it to one woman. He just met her. Can you imagine? Just <laughs> like, oh, hey there, chick. Uh, you do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, is, so when he gets stabbed through the chest mm-hmm. by Doomsday there, is that because he's weakened? So the Krypton he's holding, right? Because yeah. he's, he's struggling to get there, right? Yeah. When he grabs it from, because he jumps in the water, brings it up. Mm-hmm. And it would have been great if Aquaman was there, but yeah. <laughs> to carry it over Doomsday. Yeah. But so is he weakened, and that's why he dies? Like that's why he's like because it seems like yeah he's he gets a big wound on his chest, and so is mm-hmm. it. The kryptonite makes him more human-like, not immune to everything. Yeah. His, uh, his, like, his cells of the yeah. sun that yeah. make him stronger. So, yeah. and that's what killed him. It's not like as soon as he gets dropped down, he just and the sun hits him, he just doesn't get kind of healed up. Wolverine style. Well, yeah, because the yeah. sun heals him. But I think. Whether it's kryptonite or not, I think that blow probably yeah, killed Yeah, Doomsday him. is powerful. Yeah, yeah. so that's... Yeah. Okay. Add in the kryptonite. I was a bit confused because yeah. I'm like, I don't know if... like It yeah. just seems like he got stabbed by like a, a yeah. big nail or whatever, yeah. right? Yeah. And so, okay. So it's maybe it's a bit of both. And the power of Doomsday, a bit of weakened by the kryptonite. Yeah. Why did they put him in the casket, though? They know Sun like, brings him up. They, they don't, can't... though, do they? Oh, I yeah, they I guess do. only they, Superman they, knows Yeah, that. only Superman knows. I guess they want to know that the Sun heals him. So maybe... Because no, that was something that was referred to Man of Steel, but it was only by Zod, because the other Kryptonians and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. So I thought, you know, it was handled... Like, I, I've, I've, I've read the Death of Superman comic, mm-hmm. and I didn't think they were going to go down this route, though, with it. Yeah, I thought right. because... You know, Marvel gets a lot of crap because, you know, you basically can't die in the Marvel Universe, right? Yeah. There's no consequences to things. And I thought that because we know Superman, they showed that that image, right? Mm-hmm. From, I'm presuming it's the Justice League and Superman's up front there. Yeah. yeah. And so I was like, oh, you know, we all kind of know Superman's around. So yeah. I didn't think they were going to run down that route because now you're, you're, you're forced into having to explain, like you were saying earlier... The Superman resurrection. Yeah. yeah. You know whether he just is there and you're kind of like, yep, I'm resurrected because he saw the dirt or whatever. It's got to be fine. handled well. It's got to be it handled well. Be. If it's to, just shoehorned in where he just wakes up one day and he just breaks through the coffin, I'm like, Clark, where have you been? Yeah. I was in Abu Dhabi or something. Yeah, you know? exactly. It's got to be handled well. And there is a good way to do it. What that is, I don't know. But there has to be well. If it's handled well, I'll accept it. Yeah. If not, that's going to be a big red flag already yeah. on the already crowded Justice League. I think it'd be cool if, however he comes back, it'd be cool if Batman's the first one to know keeps it under the wraps and Batman's like look you're powerful as hell but you don't know how to fight I'm going to yeah. show you how to actually fight oh, and kind of yeah. keep Superman like on the low and no one really knows that'd and, be cool you know yeah. yeah but do you spend half of Justice League working into Superman it seems like it's going to be really difficult to fit all that in like, exactly they're, they're, yeah. they're already kind of putting themselves in a the corner in the sense that we have this story that's going to take at least half an hour 40 yeah. minutes to get through yeah. if we're going to do it properly yeah so that all gets us down to an hour and we have yeah. this put together a team and we have to fight a big super uh, yeah. uh, super villain exactly yeah. that's why i thought they shot themselves in the foot by killing off superman and then having to reestablish him again yeah that's a that's a big thing i mean that's yeah. how they handle in justice league is going to determine how that movie is i think yeah if it's handled well, you can salvage it and it'll be a good movie. But if not, what are you guys' thoughts now? I mean, where does D- WB go from here? <laughs> I mean, I think there's enough there for even people who didn't enjoy it. If they were to change directors, they'd be excited again. Oh, yeah. 
I think, you know, they did enough good things where they got people excited about Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. I think people are still, a lot of people are excited about Suicide Squad. Yeah. So I think a lot of it is just Zack Snyder. And, yeah. you know, depending how this film does at the box office, it had a great opening weekend. Let's yeah. see if he can keep it up. What do they do? I mean, say, you know, say this thing is not a hit with critics. Audiences are kind of divided. Yeah. I'm being nice here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? Did you bring in George Miller who did Mad Max? Ooh. Now, people are saying Mad Max, excellent film, excellent film. Mm-hmm. Critics loved it. Bombed at the box office. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's another thing too. Critics loved it. Audiences didn't. Yeah. Audiences loved it, but just not enough people went to go see it. Yeah. So... Where do you go? You know, the first big question is, do you strip this from Zack Snyder? Let's have a vote right now. Yes. I agree. I I say no. I say yes. I I, I don't think he can handle more than (laughs) two main characters. He's not an ensemble director. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's about... So the the big thing with Justice League is, now we have beyond that, because this was really two people, right? Mm -hmm. This is Batman, Superman, a little bit of Wonder Woman. Yeah. Yeah. Now you're throwing Aquaman, yeah. Cyborg, yeah. Flash, Commissioner Gordon, though. Commissioner yeah. Gordon, Mira, uh, Aquaman's yeah. wife. Yeah. yeah. So you're 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 just layering this on. Exactly. You got to go for. I think they have to go after a TV guy, someone that's oh, like because you look at the Russos, right? Yeah. yeah. You look at Joss Whedon. Yeah. They came from TV. Mm-hmm. They yeah. came from directing ensemble casts yeah. Yeah. over numerous episodes and knew how to focus on each individual character to give them their their dues, right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And they knew when to pull back on certain characters. Characters and when to push some of the forefront. Yeah, Joss Whedon had a bit of problem with this in Age of Ultron. Yeah, yeah. Um, he kind of Thor got the kind of the back seat there, and a few mm-hmm. other characters did. But Avengers One is great at this, and the yeah. Russos do this really well. Yeah, all TV guys. So yeah. it'd be interesting to bring in someone. I even like this idea of with the Russos a, a double director, right? Exactly, it's, it's, a co-director. Or yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's it's having someone to relay ideas off of. Yeah, because I think like that's a lot to take on. Oh and, like, yeah, coming out of this, right? So this is and this is a thing we talked about before with joss whedon is that this fatigue yes it's yes. coming out of this is you know he, he did man of steel and then he'd been basically working on batman for superman since then yeah, yeah. and then he's going to start production well batman for superman still in theaters yeah. On, yeah. on justice league right yeah. yeah and so the question is is what do you do i you know you never want to say something like this about a, a creator someone that's putting a lot of effort into things yeah you know putting their heart and soul this guy is clearly a fan yeah. right he's mm-hmm. trying to give a, the fans what they want sure. yeah and you know maybe it wasn't delivered in the in the way that a lot of people would have liked mm-hmm. but there are people that are liking this and is it fair to take something like this away from someone like that like and you're also committing to now you have justice League part one and two right yeah. it's not like you can have Zack snyder because he's his, his visual style is I don't even know the word. Known to yeah. Him, yeah. You, you know? see a movie, you know it's Zack Snyder immediately exactly. if you did it. And so if you did a one and two and the, the tone and the, the style, the visualization are different between the two, yeah. like that would be quite stark For putting sure. those two movies together when they're supposed to be like basically one continuous sure. movie separated yeah. by a year. Yeah. And I think we all agree here, we all love Zack Snyder's stuff. I mean yeah. Yeah. I think the only thing I had was uh super or, uh, Super punch, sucker punch. That's yeah, the only yeah. one I don't like. Everything oh, else, I, I, I Watchmen's great. Yeah, Watchmen's great. great. 300. Yeah. 300. great yeah. You know what I mean? I love all of his movies. Mm-hmm. I was rooting for him hard for this one. Yeah, and um, it, it really showed to me that he's a visual guy and not so much of a story guy. Yeah. Right. Who would you bring in though? Like <clears throat> Nolan's busy doing a World War II film. George Miller's got nothing on the horizon. Yeah. Those are the only two that popped in my mind. 
J.J. Abrams, I mean, he's not doing any more Star Wars, as far as yeah. I know. Yeah. Would he come on? You have to, you, to bring in anyone new, characters. to bring on anyone new, you have to push this out at least a year. Yeah, and Which I don't think just they want to do it. Every year yeah. again, right? I don't yeah, think they want to do that, though. I mean, I, I really like the George Miller, though, yeah. to be honest. I mean, I the be... script's already been written. Um, they're already doing costume design and, like, pre-production, that stuff. You know, you got to remember, Zack Snyder's overseeing this all. But that's yeah. that's done, all that stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. if they're starting production on April 11th, that's done. The story's locked in. Like, they can do rewrites as they go and stuff yeah. like that something's not working for particular scenes yeah. fine but all the costumes are made they're, everyone's fitted for everything yeah. Yeah. all that kind of stuff like there's, it's two weeks till this thing starts right yeah. Yeah. they're at the moment they're probably flying people to wherever they're exactly. to yeah. get settled and stuff like that yeah. for you know because yeah. like, they're shooting them back to back so it's gonna yeah. be like eight months if not more yeah. straight shooting right? right that's right so you know if, if I'm sitting on the hot seat in Warner Brothers I am nervous because yeah. Yeah. I, I have to dump probably a billion dollars into these two movies right <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Before I've even you know got profitability on Batman vs Superman. Right? Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. It's 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 a tough one. What do you it, think? It's, it's, it's an interesting tough. conversation. You know, as you said, all this stuff's already been done. Yeah. So to change a director now could then create a little bit of problems because yeah. you have like two different things. One of the things we talked about that this suffered from was two different writers. Yes. And you could kind of tell at different points. Like it seemed like they took the half of it was from Goyer and the second half was from Terrio. It seemed. Mm-hmm. I think at this point. This one will probably still make bank at the box office. It'll probably turn the profit $800, $900 billion worldwide. So I'm thinking, you know, at this point, you bring them in. But what you do is you give the solo films, you know, more freedom. So they don't always have to be Zack Snyder-verse. Yeah. So that way, you know, if Zack Snyder's not your thing, you can go to Suicide Squad with David Ayer. You can go to Wonder Woman with Patty Jenkins. You can go to James Wan with Aquaman, Batfleck. Yeah. You know, you can have different avenues to go to. Definitely. Where Snyder, before where he was the whole pie, now he's just a piece. Exactly. And he fits in with everything else. And I think that's kind of the route you take. Because, as we said, this film had some mandates to do. It made people more excited for Wonder Woman. Yeah. More excited for Batman. They accepted him as Ben Affleck. Yeah. Um, It set up Justice League. It set up the whole DC Cinematic Universe. It showed me Aquaman, Flash, Cyborg. It did all these things. And who knows, maybe some of the stuff that Snyder wanted to do, Warner Brothers came in and said, you have to put in the files of Cyborg. Maybe. You know? And that happens with every studio. Yeah. 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 I mean, maybe they came in and had more influence. So in my opinion, I think, I just don't know. I mean... If you change it at this point in time, he's done everything. So you're back to square one. If you change it at this point in time, you might as well reboot it. You know, you might as well start fresh. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be tricky, but can't do that, they yeah. can't survive another uh, reboot no. not at this point. I mean, yeah. was talking about Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers as a studio is struggling. I mean, I tweeted out Batman vs. Superman from 2015 and the first part of 2016 after one weekend is already the second highest grossing Warner Brothers movie. So, I mean, they f- have been failing hard. Pan failed. Yeah. They ha- they need something. And DC Cinematic Universe mm-hmm. is what is going to take place, take over Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter. Well, the yeah. Harry Potter thing might help them a little bit. It yeah. will help them a little bit. Oh, for, for sure. sure. Yeah. But that's not like, this, we're talking franchise. Like that's, yeah, that might I th- get, I think they're making, making a more. movie every, yeah. Yeah, every yeah, I think they're couple of years. But, bit, yeah. but. Okay, so one of the things I wanted to talk about this is quickly here, because um, I know we're already pushing up almost two hours. What are your top five non-Nolan DC films? So I'll give you a list. I talked to Baron. He gave me his list. I'll give you my list, and then you guys give you your list. Cool. Cool, cool. Baron, number five, Superman, the first one. Number four, Mask of Phantasm, the Batman animated film. Number three, Man of Steel. Number two, Batman Returns. Number one, Batman 89. For myself, I have Superman, the second one, number five. 
Watchmen number four, V for Vendetta number three, Man of Steel number two, and then this one, Batman vs Superman number one. That's nice. I think uh, for number one, I'll go uh, Man of Steel. Yeah. Uh, number two, I'll take Baron's Batman, the animated one. I yeah. Can't remember. Uh, Mask of Phantasm. Oh yeah, I'll go Good there. Uh, Watchmen number three. Uh, we'll do Batman Returns number four, and we'll go Superman original one number one for five. Good choice. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna do. I'll do Batman eighty nine number one. Okay. Man of Steel number two, Watchmen number three, Batman Returns, and Superman. The first one? Yes. Yeah. Cool. Nice, nice. Cool. Good list, good list. Yeah. All right, guys, we spent the better part of a year and a half discussing, speculating on trailers as to what this movie was going to be. I think it's time that we lay down our official nerd room ratings. Sanjay, I know you have Barons on you, so why don't you lay down his rating and then let us have yours, and then we'll see where the rest of us fall. For Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. So Baron gave it a rating out of 10. He gave it 6 out of 10. I, myself, I can give it 8.5 out of 10. Yeah, I'm close to Baron. 6.5 for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give it a 5 out of 10. Fair yeah. enough, fair enough. Yeah. There's some good parts of it. You don't have to yeah. explain. Snyder's <laughs> not listening. Yeah. And you know what? That's the thing. Don't be apologetic. Just rewind the last. <laughs> but keep in mind, there's there's a lot of things I love about this movie. Like there's yeah. there is a there's a hefty amount of things I love about this movie. Yeah. Just unfortunately, the it's... bad stuff outweighs. It. Well, and that's yeah. it. I think yeah. the the bad stuff shines a lot brighter yeah. than the really good yeah. stuff. And I think that's sometimes what's unfortunate about doing stuff like this is you tend to focus on the negativity yeah. stuff, mm-hmm. stuff you didn't like, yeah. and the stuff you do like. And I hope that throughout this, we gave enough praise to the stuff we do like in this movie. Yeah, yeah. As yeah. opposed to just purely bashing it. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's this is this is a start, really. You know, Deadpool kind of, but this yeah. is really the start to basically we're we're in full force into yeah. the, I would say the summer movie the season. Summer months, right? yeah. We're yeah. still considered pre-summer, but you know, coming up here we got a ton of movies to review. Yeah. I but put together our our outline or actually our episode guide all the way up until August, and we only uh, have two well, vacant spaces. Huh. <laughs> and that's a lot of talking movies, comics, stuff like that, con mm-hmm. stuff and all that. Nice. But, you know, we have an exciting summer coming up here, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Yes. Yeah, yes, looking absolutely. forward to it. And uh, first of many, hopefully, uh, good films that we get in 2016. Yeah. At least that I enjoyed. <laughs> yeah. All right, X-Men, you're next. Yeah. Uh, no, Civil War. Oh, Civil War. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Civil War. Okay. Yeah, 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 definitely. And always, you guys can always reach us out on Twitter. You know, we have our Twitter accounts are at the end here, and hashtag Enter the Nerd Room. Yeah, yes, yeah, that's great. Ask away, guys. If you have any questions, or if you now hate me in particular, <laughs> I think you probably got more fans than this. <laughs> I think more people are probably on your side and Troy's than mine. Yeah, but tweet us though. Yeah, yeah. We'd, we'd love to hear you guys' opinions about the movie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And Let us know. See if you agree with us or if there's stuff that in particular that we missed that might help us understand a few things. If yeah. you've seen this two or three times and there's a, a few things that we missed here because as always, you know, there's going to be little things that people pick up that we don't see. So we'd yeah. love to hear from you guys. So. And uh, just, Baron, uh, you know, you sent us a great write-up. So unfortunately, we're just running out of time, but we definitely will get to this and I'll read it on the air. And, uh, you know, thanks, thanks very much for writing it up because you have some excellent stuff on here and we definitely will get to it. Fortunately, we're just running a little bit at a time in this one, and then we can bring it up. I hope you enjoyed your concert, though. Yeah. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed AquaCon. <laughs> All right, guys. As always, it's been a lot of fun for the Nerd Room. I'm Tim. I'm Sanjay. I'm Troy. And thank you for entering the Nerd Room. Mm, meow. <laughs> it's back! <laughs> it's back! <laughs> yeah, we tried to record it last week. Yeah, Total yeah, garbage. I, <laughs> yeah. I right. snidered it. Oh, <laughs> oh there it is! Oh. There it is, laid it down. All right, we're out.
don't forget to subscribe and rate and review us on iTunes. You can find our host, Tim Sunday and Troy, on Twitter at TheNerdRM1912Podcasting and Troy, the boy 87 